0: Sorry.
1: What's up?
2: We're live, <laughs> baby! Oh, we're live, we're live and in living in full color, high definition.
1: Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody! Welcome to episode eleven of All's Deep podcast. Um, have a good show for you. We just randomly decided to go live last minute, so so here we are. Corbin,
2: look, I know I got my favorite water right here, so I hope nobody's offended by my. Favorite water, the best water out there, the Def- shiny water. Definitely not the I, best. It uh, is Deshaunee water.
1: Uh, we're on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Twitter Live. How you doing, Corbin?
2: I'm doing
3: fantastic. Just got back from Pigeon Forge from the weekend. He probably
2: was drinking. Like always, what's new?
3: Uh, I had a few, not too many, honestly. <laughs>
2: Yeah, just, just because you had a few drinks or a few bar tabs? Which ones you have?
3: <laughs> I had a few tabs, a few uh, drinks, yeah. okay. well, I, I believe that. Had
2: a, had a good time.
1: All right, Tennessee football's close. High school football's close. be here before we know it. Um, got a good show lined up for you today. We're going to go over some SEC Media Day comments. It wasn't fiery as I thought it would be, but uh, – Still, some good good things to talk about. Um, huge recruiting weekend for Josh Heupel's Tennessee Volunteers. Y'all ever get sick of every week? Uh, it seems like we're on here bragging about Josh Heupel.
2: Yeah, well, it, it's better than us not bragging and us not getting recruits. So uh, I'm not I'll take it. I'm I'll not, take it. I'm definitely not
1: sick of it. Look, any
2: thinking. any good news is good news. I think that's the same. I think it is.
1: Yeah, we'll dive a little bit more into this later. Um, Some all-SEC honors for a few Tennessee football players. We'll tell you all about that. We're going to predict the SEC East and the West. Uh, Where do we think each team will finish in their division? We have some Admiral Schofield basketball news. We have our Jersey Countdown Start bench cut the duel. How many days has it been, Corbin? Seventy dang days. We can't cuss on Facebook, so we'll, yeah, we got to be we got to behave. We'll, no bad words. We're we'll PC <laughs> tonight. I'm trying to be good. Seventy days.
2: Seventy days of baloney. Seventy days of rigged. Seventy days of just. <laughs>
1: that,
2: that's all this is. That's all it is. This is predetermined. That's all it is.
3: I'm the greatest of all time. Nobody can touch me
1: on this show.
2: Yeah, well, there we go, buddy. There,
1: there, there, calm down, pal. I wonder if Spurs is listening. Uh, so we'll see how long uh, Corbin can hold on to that belt. Uh, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other is coming your way, too. We'll be right back after a message from our sponsors. Thank you to Fairview Union for the great music they let us use for this show. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Vol Daddy. I want to give a big shout-out to the Fairview Union great musicians, local people. Chad's from my hometown. They were gracious enough to let us use their music for our podcast. Make sure you check them out. They're huge Tennessee fans. You won't be disappointed. Let's hear them play. Man, you won't believe that roar When the boys find their chickens Since July of 2021, our student athletes have capitalized on so many NIL opportunities that have been presented to them. Those opportunities exist because of the power of all Nation. When you combine the most passionate fan base in the country with the city of Knoxville and our great state, you create the nation's number one NIL destination for student athletes. There's no better place for our players to build their brands than right here at Tennessee. I encourage all of you to support and donate to Spire Sports and Our Lady Ball Booster Collective. These collectives are here to serve our student-athletes the right way in our community. To get involved, please scan this QR code now. It's been an incredible fall for our program and we are just scratching the surface of what we can accomplish. Let's all do our part to ensure that Tennessee continues to lead the way in name, image, and likeness. Go Big Orange! All right, and we're back. Next, we've got the weekend recap. Um, he don't even remember the weekend. What are
2: you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what recap we gonna do? He can't even remember
1: it. He's already he's already starting on you, Corbin. I know it. I know it. <laughs> uh, right. Basically, recent news that deserves to be talked about. Um, let's start with recruiting, the most important subject to talk about right now. Tennessee lands two massive commitments last week. Let's start with our five-star commitment, Mike Matthews. Um, Huge, huge recruit. Tennessee's highest wide receiver recruit of all time. Um, ESPN, number one wide receiver in the country. Rivals, number one wide receiver in the country. ESPN, top five player in the nation. Rivals has him as the number seven player overall in the nation. We went into Georgia's backyard and we stole Mike Matthews. It's great, great steal. Honestly,
2: must have not been a good guard dog if we had to go in the backyard and steal it. Like
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he's a he's a two way athlete. Actually, the the bulldogs definitely ain't good guard dogs. No, Um, but he he can also play defense. Um, Great safety. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm sure he'll play wide receiver. But there's there's it's very hard.
2: Not many players. Who was the last player for Tennessee to play both sides of the ball? Like, I'm not just being a game where I mean, like, consistently.
1: You have to go back, way back, probably. Yeah, probably
2: way, way back. Um,
1: Way on back. I thought two-sport, you know, my favorite was Condridge. But we can get into that a little bit later, too. I
2: saw some
3: highlights of him. He looks phenomenal. If he's a two-way, they said he could, if he was in it playing safety, like, uh, he could be an all-SEC, like, guaranteed, is what everybody's saying online.
1: Uh, he chose Tennessee over literally everyone in the country. His top four was obviously Tennessee, Georgia. Clemson loses again to Tennessee, and then uh, USC, the real USC, not South Carolina. Nope. Uh, this dude and Nico. So we got the number one quarterback in the country, the number one wide receiver in the country with Josh Hopple's offense. Um, watch out.
2: Yeah, the future's bright for Tennessee. But we just got to gotta keep the momentum rolling. We can't be consistent. We can't just be happy with what we're at. We can't be happy. In all honesty, as a Tennessee fan, for what we have been through, can't never be happy. One national championship ain't going to do it. Two national championships ain't going to do it. Three national championships ain't going to do it. We got to be consistently dominant.
1: Dominant indeed. I would take uh, any kind of championship right now, though. Uh, The next recruit the Tennessee Hab uh, was a four-star linebacker, Edwin Spillman. I get super excited about defensive players, probably more than offensive players. Um, Recruiting sites always change. They're always trying to be different. But he's a top linebacker in the country. One of the best players out of the state of Tennessee. Um, Tennessee needs elite defensive talent. Yeah, defense is especially like this year is going to have to be key. I
3: think more than in the past.
1: Tim, uh, we're we're going to try to hit all the comments. We we've, we've got a lot to talk about. But Tim Stewart said, "Listen to <laughs> listen to Spanky say we," and he a Florida fan.
2: Oh, ah, uh, right. you want to get on that? How about if you want to say you're a real Tennessee fan, won't you be like me and you know actually convert over and actually join the volunteer club? You know, won't you put uh, t- your Tim. money where your mouth is, and you know, help the university out? You know what? Look, actually, I admit, actually
1: signed him up for. The oh, box. you did? did? Well,
2: good. How? Yeah. What kind of? What kind of levels he at?
1: I can't remember. What kind of why. levels he at? I can't remember. Tanya Mickey Tucker says, "Spanky, you are a Gators fan." You you're, know you're, what?
2: You're gonna <laughs> I'm going to get it all night long. <laughs> you're going to get and it all night long. And people can do what they want because they're jealous. That's all people are. They're jealous. People want. They want to sit at home and want to be where I'm at, well, guess what?
1: Sorry, y'all are not. They're jealous of your wrestling. They're Everybody's jealous. jealous of me. Yeah. Everybody is. That's all it is. Um, anyway, uh, hit, uh, Edwin Spielman's top four was Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Florida State. Um, I said it last week. These NCAA violations help Tennessee because other teams, other schools, can't hold it over Tennessee's head that – we're not going to be able to play for championships. We're not going to be able to go to bowl games. So, yeah. Then that
3: was a that's a big thing that's hurting us for a while, and it was always over over in my head too.
1: <laughs> I think we're going to flip some flip some recruits later on, um, just because because of this. Um, all right, uh, this puts Tennessee football currently at number seven according to On Three, number eight in recruiting according to Two Four Seven Sports. Rivals has the Vols at number eight as well. Um, Georgia, Ohio State, Florida, which is crazy um, to me that, that Sun Belt Billy is, is recruiting well. But Wait, Florida's that high? Yeah, and then we've got uh, Bama, Michigan, Clemson, Penn State, USC, Notre Dame. Um, that's kind of the top ten right now. I mean, obviously this changes all the time. But Tennessee finished top ten last year in recruiting it's looking really good this year, too. Top five would be great. But as long as we continue to address our needs, I really don't care about um, grading from a bunch of websites, you know, as long as we're getting what, what, what we need. But um, I'm happy uh, that this staff can produce, you know, literally anyone. We, we've seen that. We've seen him um, take Jeremy Pruitt's players and, <laughs> you know, and, and turn them into something special.
2: Making chicken salad out of chicken, yeah. Got to be good on live, I guess. Got to be good.
1: Austin says, Corbin loves Notre Dame. Nah. Oh,
2: God.
3: <laughs> Can't stand My Notre Lord. Dame. Oh, uh, Lord.
1: I want to add this, to Josh Highpoint, he's locked down the Tennessee borders, and I love this so much. I remember kind of Fulmer's years, I would always get the football time magazines and go through the roster and look at where each player was from and it was always, you know, California, or, you know, wherever. I
3: wish they still made good magazines like that. I
1: just like seeing I don't know you I like heard? seeing Tennessee players play here. We got four star cornerback Caleb Beasley, four star athlete Boo Carter, four star linebacker Edwin Spillman, four star defensive back Marcus Gore, uh, three star defensive lineman Carson General, three star offensive tackle Jesse Perry, um I just love seeing that the home state players staying here.
2: As, that's how it should be. Like on, like if you go way back in the day with recruiting, you didn't really see a whole lot of schools like you know picking from each state. Like usually where you grew up, that was the school you went to and everything. Then, well, kind of went to the wayside a little bit, but. Hopefully we can get back.
3: For so many years, we didn't even recruit here inside
1: Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate that. I love seeing the, the tennis. I think it means more um, personally if you're playing for your home state. I mean, yeah. personally. But um, other recruits to watch out for going forward is going to be Kai Bates. He, uh, he announces Wednesday. And then uh, four-star wide receiver Amari Jefferson. Bates is from Orlando, Florida, um, 6'2", 180. Um, like I said, four-star. He's a top-20 cornerback in the country, according to 247. Um, number nine cornerback in the country. Um, so LSU's looking like the favorite there, Florida State, Alabama, in the mix. But Tennessee is in the top four, and they've been trying hard. We'll see. We'll see what happens with him. Amari um, Jefferson committing August 5th. Four star from Chattanooga, so that would be another great in-state get to get. Um, on three, he's a top twenty wide receiver in the country. Um, but what's weird about this is they've got Georgia leading, and they've got Bama and Kentucky in the mix. But he's already committed to Tony Vitello to play baseball.
2: Oh really? Yeah. Hey,
3: well, he committed about what twenty twenty one to play baseball. Yeah.
1: So and it's still on like his his bios and stuff that, that he's a Tennessee baseball commit. So. It's weird that they they say Georgia leads, but he's a Tennessee baseball, baseball commit. commit. So I don't
2: I don't think you can do.
1: But. Yeah, so I'm i anxious to see what happens there. Um, that's, that's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, so it would be awesome to land him. You know, top wide, top twenty wide receiver in the country. Um, let's talk about some SEC media day comments. The ones that really stood out. Um,
2: Lane Kiffin's hair.
1: Lane Kiffin's hair. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh Hopple was asked about Texas coming to the SEC. He was asked about Texas calling themselves UT as well. Josh Hopple gave the best answer possible. I mean, I quote, there's only one real UT and only one right shade of orange.
2: It's it's in Hopple's blood like he was born to hate the University of Texas. As we know, he's a Sooner um so he was he was born to hate the university of texas so like this really shouldn't come to any shock here and look here well i know some people want to be like well texas was far i i don't care without te- the state of tennessee texas would be gone they'd have gotten taken over in whatever war they were in back then that we had to go help them i'm not good with history so i don't even remember but all i know is we had to volunteer ourselves our bodies our minds and everything to go help them out. The Alamo. Yeah.
1: So guess what? Horns down. Horns down. Yeah, he's not lying. Uh, Tennessee was a, a university before Texas was even a state. If it wasn't for Tennessee, Texas would belong to to Mexico. But uh, but Texas, they're not even allowed to to wear um, the their UT logo past Mississippi lines. So I don't know what they're going to do.
2: What are they doing? Like. Are
1: they? have got. They've got. Is office. there cops
2: at the border? <laughs> well, like, hey, it's,
1: it's by law. There was a lawsuit and stuff that went on about the UT stuff.
2: Well, okay.
1: All I know is Texas got to awakening coming here coming mm-hmm. up.
3: I mean, they're going to join the SEC. They have a tough time playing in the Big Twelve as it is, and that's that's bad enough. But they played Alabama last year, and uh, they caused that big controversy. Like, if Alabama players put the horns down. That's an automatic flag. Like you're joining the SEC, and you're going to say that oh, if a player from the SEC puts a horns down, that's a flag. I don't think like, I
2: worry about that. The SEC, I don't, I don't.
1: Think. I think they they already have said that it's going to be like it's going to depend on how it was used.
2: How was it? I don't
1: know. I don't know. Like, like I the, get it. it it's if like you, the Gator chop. I mean, whatever. It's
2: honestly like I get it if like you score and you go someone do that in their face. I get that, but. You gotta let kids be kids I just They're gonna be like They may come in And
3: maybe They will get good Better recruits now Because they're gonna, they're gonna get Way more money Yeah And of course They got that oil money Down in Texas But uh, at the end of the day Do they come in And do something Or they just be like What Texas A&M And Missouri is now In the SEC Well A&M come in Fire and hot And all of a sudden They just mellowed out And Missouri pretty much Always Has always been In the same position
0: we, yeah, got, remember, uh,
2: we got to watch out for a – look, I, all I hope is with the whole schedule and alignment, I hope Texas has to come to UT within the next three to four years so Arch Manning can come and play at the house that his uncle built.
1: <laughs> I do want to Well, see one that. of the founders.
2: There's other people helped
1: build. I do love to see Josh Heupel's edgy side, though. I like whenever he, he throws a little jab like that. Speaking of jabs, uh, Eli Drinkwitz, most of you probably don't even know who this guy is, but he uh, coaches at Missouri. Uh, Last year he threw, um, I would say, a haymaker probably at Tennessee. Um, He opened up and said, I thought you were going to introduce my record, but the latest allegations against Tennessee, let's hold up on what my record really is because I expect them to vacate some wins, and that's going to help my record a little bit.
2: Just because they vacate the wins don't mean you (laughs) win the game, dummy.
1: I mean, that's the ultimate sign of a loser right there. It don't mean you
2: win the game. It just means there's just no winner of it.
1: He continued and said, I've got to question my wife's commitment to winning in reference to Jeremy Pruitt's wife giving money and benefits to recruits. I don't know how much she's committed if she's not engaging in some of these things. I didn't know that was fair play. Uh, it was a little bit surprising to see in the depth of nature of what was going on there. Uh, this year, he kept it pretty simple, but he did uh, just say, "I told you so." He's a fool. <laughs> he is a fool. If we wasn't at Facebook Live, we would be uh, we would be on him pretty hardcore. It's
2: like, dude, just just be quiet. You're going to be looking for a job. You'll be in OC or DC, whatever you coach. This time next year, so just be quiet.
3: Have fun finishing the back of the SEC battle, is all I can say.
1: Yeah, uh, he's a clown. I mean, number one, like, you know, you're bad if Jeremy Pruitt beat you, but I mean, Jeremy Pruitt beat him 35 to 12. So, oh. And then number two, Josh Hippel in year one beat you 62 to 24. Yeah, last so. year he beat you 66 to 24. You would think he would shut up by now. You know, like,
3: why, why is he coming to us so? Loud? It makes, that's what it makes no, to, it what, makes no what have, sense. What have we
1: done to him besides you know score sixty plus points every time we played him? But I don't know. It's, it's going to be. Um, well, but, I guess he had
3: to have something to make Missouri have something to talk about for the day. So he come at Tennessee football.
1: It's going to be another miserable loss for him this year. I know that. After these comments, it kind of makes me want to, to make the Missouri trip. Speaking
2: of comments, some guy says he likes our podcast. And I will always listen to it when me and my friend Carl and I play Leapfrog wearing swimming goggles and tube socks.
1: That's what I'm talking nice. about, Mike. Nice. Nice. I
2: Whatever like you it. want to do in your time, buddy. That's up to you. Just don't tell I'm, us or
1: video it. Or That's what none. I'm talking about. Joe Bird, he, he said Gosh. something a minute ago. He said Jeremy Banks got let go by the Bucks. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, really? Yeah. So I haven't seen that yet, but I have to look, look into that. Um... More comments. Brian Kelly, LSU head coach, had some positive words for Tennessee. He said the most concerning thing about last year was that the LSU fans and how they let Tennessee take that place over. He's concerned about all the fans leaving at halftime last year during the Tennessee-LSU football game. Kelly then went on to say that the stadium was still loud during the second half thanks to all the Tennessee fans. So <laughs>
3: I, I mean I I know I, I talk a lot of crap about him but
1: yeah pure respect uh, BK I'm just kidding I still don't like you Stop. but he he's telling the truth though I mean that
2: uh, guy says he wants to smell me after I jog
1: I may yeah he, he's gonna have your attention on the podcast Spanky uh, oh God I <laughs> uh, he, oh, don't help we took that place over I mean I made the ten hour haul to LSU. LSU couldn't believe how well we traveled. And Florida, you're Do you did have ne- your ta- next.
2: tattoo then? No. No, you didn't have it then. I'm telling you, could have walked down Bourbon Street, like just strutting that thing.
1: I did that post some task. cool pictures of some of the, the the characters that we've seen on Bourbon Street. But we're going to take over the swamp, I think, even more than we did LSU last year. Um, but he he's fitting right in in the south with the. Uh, the Cajun accent and all, don't you think?
2: My family. When it when it gets that little mean, my family.
1: Mike uh Mike Marcello has got a crush on, on my boy Spanky. He's liking you, Spank.
2: No, thank you, pal. Um you aren't joining the line. You like? are a single man now. I'm single and I want to mingle with I and look, I ain't a hard man to find, honey. But look, you gotta joint. <laughs> Join the line, I guess, but no, no. You can just go on.
1: Come to his his wrestling event, and you can. You can.
2: Hey, Corbin, give me that poster over there. we Give me that poster. Here we go. I got to advertise it. Go on. It's
1: promo time.
2: Go on. Thank you. Finally doing something. Okay, everybody, as you know, August the 11th at Cofield School, Joe Kazana Promotions presents Heartbeat. You got the one and only. You got the famous stew crew right there, Cofield's own, then... You got who else we got here? We got Oh Gustavo. Everybody loves Gustavo. We got everybody's favorite rt there. We got the women. We got the TVA. We don't talk about them. We got the Heat Series. I want to talk about them. We got Johnny Pope right there, and then we got Yours Truly right here. We got the Spank, everyone's favorite son. Everyone, women's pet. The men's regret. The best thing going in this business today, and by far the most handsomest looking man ever. We're gonna keep that. That we're gonna promote it again here in a minute. And look, we're actually a sponsor, everybody. Look, Vols Deep right there. Uh, Pre-order your tickets right now today. You can message me at Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Snapchat. Pre-order your tickets today. If we can, I'll go ahead and make this announcement. If we can sell out of ringside seats, I have been told the walk will be the master of ceremonies and will kick off the show. We got to sell out ringside seats, people. You heard it here first.
1: All right. Uh, preseason All SEC players have been released. We have wide receiver Brew McCoy, quarterback Joe Milton, offensive lineman Javante Spragans, and offensive lineman Cooper Mays. Uh, all been named preseason All SEC. What are your thoughts here? Any surprises?
2: No, I ain't, I ain't really surprised here. Um, I thought maybe uh, – I thought maybe we could have got a couple more people. But, you know, you can't – you get what you get, don't put your fit.
3: score White could have been on there. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I like it overall. Um, I mean, this don't really matter that much. But um, I'm kind of surprised not to see any defensive players on here. I think Aaron Beasley deserved it. I think Amari Thomas deserves it. But um, – let it, you know, if, if that's what it is, then let it fuel them, let it motivate them, and well, let's get going. Uh, Vol for Life, one of my favorite basketball players of all time. Uh, he's re-signed with Orlando Magic. Love Admiral, man. Yeah. Uh, I think he can do something
3: in Orlando just because they're a down team, honestly. That's probably the best position for him right now in the NBA. What was he before, was it? uh oh. Memphis, wasn't
2: it? I think it was with Memphis.
1: Memphis. Right. And, uh,
2: don't hold us to it, people. Calm down. I know he's
1: been with the Magic for uh, – I thought, I thought he's been with Magic the whole time, but I could be wrong. Um, I don't watch many Orlando Magic games. so 37 games with the Magic last season. Um, Average 4.2 points per game, 12 minutes uh, per game. So best of luck to my dude Admiral and, and keep grinding and make your money. I'm going to hit just a couple random comments here, and then we'll go to the next commercial.
2: I don't know if you going to read some of these.
1: Yeah, Mike is. we got to keep it PG on this
3: Facebook. Getting a little weird, it's, it's it's crazy, I know.
1: Matthew Dagley says, Brian Kelly is a great coach, but ain't going to hack it in the SEC. I, don't, I agree. I agree, I agree. I don't think he will. Um, he also says, Cooper and Spragans are going to be beasts. I do agree with that. Hey, Bob, what's up, man? Thank you. Um, Bob says let's sell out Coalfield. That's
2: right. That's the plan. That's the plan. 1,000 people. Let's see how many people we can get up in there.
1: Let's do it. All right. Uh, that was our weekend recap. We'll be right back with our first main talking point of the day, presented by Big Orange Concrete Pumping. Big Orange Concrete Pumping. That can accommodate any residential or commercial concrete project that you may have in mind. They have one of the biggest lime pumps in the state. They take a lot of pride in their work and they're waiting on your phone call today. Their number is 865 371 3367. Whether you're pumping noise and kneeling or pumping concrete, make sure you roll with the big orange. That's Big Orange Concrete Pumping, 865 371 3367. All right, and we're back. We got our first main talking point of the day, presented by Taylor Jones with Big Orange Concrete Pumping. Pumping. We're it's gonna taking break, my thing. The original. We're, we're gonna break down some finishes. Let's start with SEC West. Um, then we'll go to the East. Last to first. Where do you think each team will finish at the end of the season, and why? Let's get it. Starting with you, Spank.
2: Okay, so I just want everybody to know out there. Don't go back and look at the recent. Episode of uh, how we gave our um, predict, like record prediction. I don't even remember what to put. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is what I thought of today. This is how I felt of today. July 20, 20, 20 What what's the date? 24. 24th. The 24th So how I felt today. Dead last, I got Texas A&M, and I see them big old pocket cowboys down there rustling up some money. And getting old Jimbo out of there. I got them last place.
3: Wow. I got a Mississippi State. They got a new head coach. Will Rogers is a quarterback still. I just, I ain't got no confidence. Mississippi State doing too
1: much this year. I've got Mississippi State as well. Uh, I like Will Rogers. He doesn't get enough credit, in my opinion, but they're going to miss Mike Leach way too much. And. I wish him the best, and I wish him way better than than this outcome. But I'm gonna go with the Mississippi State Bulldogs at number seven. Uh,
2: number six, I got the Mississippi State Bulldogs. As you said, new year, new coach. Got to figure some things out. It's gonna be hard. Mike Leach's shoes there. It, there's gonna be some big shoes, Phil. And uh, I think the players will be motivated. But when it comes down to it, it just you lost, They lost a bunch. They still got Will Rogers, but we'll. We'll just have to see how they bounce back.
3: I got Texas A&M. Uh, I said a few weeks ago, I feel like this is uh, Jimbo's last year at Texas A&M. I, it may be next year, maybe his last year. They It's going to be a big buyout, but he's not going to. They got money. They got the money, and I just don't feel like Jimbo's the man with the plan there at the
1: moment. So, you got Texas A&M at six, yeah. right? Okay. I'm going to go Ole Miss at number six. And I know oh. a, lot of, a lot of people's probably thinking I'm crazy. Oh. Uh, Kiffin struggles to finish. Uh, He starts off every year pretty good, but struggles to finish. He's not happy there. He's constantly crying about the fan base, the atmosphere, how no one in Mississippi will give him any NIL money. Hot take, I think Lane Kiffin could leave Ole Miss this season.
2: I don't think it's a hot take, brother. I think think it could be a true
3: one. I think that's – I I definitely see it happen.
2: Here's my prediction – and people on Facebook, you want to comment, whatever, I don't care. I think old Billy Napier gets let go at Florida, and I can see old Lane going down to Gainesville. That, that's my prediction. I hope not. That's my I, prediction. I hope I not. Don't too. Want to. Because I'm to actually, me
1: – I actually like Lane Kiffin, here, so. To me,
2: Lane Kiffin, he's not going to go somewhere. And I get it, Gainesville's you know, not the pre premier destination in the state of Florida – It's better than
1: anything in Mississippi, though.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And the thing is, is he's got the state of Florida. He's got a school – the only school in Florida in the SEC. He actually grew up a fan of Florida, grew up a fan of Spurrier. I think that connection's there.
1: I hope not. All right, who do you have at number five, Spanky?
2: Number five, I got another new coach. Um, Oh, Hugh Freeze down at Auburn. I got Auburn at number five. I think he he'll he'll shock some people. I'll go ahead and say it. He'll be in some tight ball games, like that Iron Bowl. You might want to watch out for that one. I I think that one's going to come down the wire just because the hype around it. Where's it going to be at this year? Y'all remember?
3: Uh, well, Alabama and Auburn.
2: Yeah, is it going to
1: be at out? i not. I can't uh, remember. I don't know.
2: Well, wherever it's going to be, it's going to be a. It's the Iron Bowl, so. Ain't no really need to give motivational speech for that game. All you oh, had to say, Iron Bowl. And there you go. But I think Hugh Freeze will have that team rocking and rolling.
3: I agree with Spanky on this one. Uh, I think I will say this. Either See, Hugh Freeze is going to have a mediocre year or he's going to have a bigger year than a lot of people think, honestly.
1: So you've got Auburn at five two. Yeah. Okay.
3: And, and uh, Go ahead. Like you said with the Auburn Alabama game. Like always, it's gonna be Auburn can Auburn is Auburn can beat three and eight on the season and be playing Alabama and go in that game and beat Alabama who's undefeated. I mean it's just that's just, the, don't that just happens that with that. That's a rivalry out right there.
1: I've got Auburn at five too. we we actually agree. Uh I'm not a huge Hugh Freeze fan, but he's good man and he wins everywhere that he goes. I think he overperforms. Like you all said, I think he upsets some teams, and I think he has a really good first year.
3: I think uh, after this year, Auburn is going to be something to tangle with in yeah. the SEC West. With
1: I mean, they kind of got it going a little bit towards the end last year with Cadillac Williams. Um, whenever he kind of came in as the intern head coach, so well,
3: they had a good mm-hmm. they
2: had a good transfer. He kept, he he kept Cadillac, didn't? Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, he they did kept, kept
1: Cadillac. Yep, sure did. Okay, number four, who you got?
2: Uh, I got. Ho, Pig Suey. I got Sam Pittman, Arkansas Razorbacks. Um, this is Sam Pittman. He's got to do something this year. He can't sell for seven and six in a bowl game again. Uh, this is KJ Jefferson's last year. This is year four, I believe, three or four. He came in in 20, so 20, 21, 22. 22. This is year four for him. Um, it's all his guys now. He's got to show them why. He's got to prove the doubters wrong. I was one of them doubters that I was like, who's this Sam Pittman guy? But I think he's going to get this team on the right track. I think they're going to finish fourth in the West.
3: I got Arkansas. I debated on putting them third to fourth, honestly. Uh, I, I'm a believer in K.J. Jefferson. I think he's a pretty good quarterback. I think Arkansas is going to have a pretty solid uh, offense in general. Woo.
1: I'm going to go – Texas a and at number four, I think, with the talent Jimbo has. I mean, they sh- with, the, with the talent, they should finish way better than four. Um, but I think he has a decent year because of Bobby Petrino, another great, great person that, that coaches uh, Oh, football. yeah, just a lovely uh, pair in there. <laughs> but it, if Jimbo actually lets him help, you know, lets him call the plays, have mm-hmm. full control of the offense, I think they improve quite a bit in, in 2023.
2: Well, I think we need a sideline camera of that. Remember how they used to always have them Lane Kiff and Nick Saban yeah, ch- shots on it? I think I think we might want to see. Yeah. yeah. All
1: right, number
2: three. I got uh Hottie Toddy gosh uh Ole Miss Rebels. Number three, I think I do think I can't you know what? I can see Lane doing this. They'll have a good year, they'll have a winning record, and something comes open and he's out. Like, I don't think it's going to be one of them, uh, oh, God, maybe he's on the hot seat. No, I think he's just going to dip on them because he's had enough of them. He's tired of them.
3: i got Ole Miss, too. Uh, they got a – last year Ole Miss started 7-0 and in the season, and then they finished 1-5. They got to uh, do way better this year. Uh, I think – I'm believing Lane Kiffin. I like Lane Kiffin. I ain't going to lie about that. I believe Lane Kiffin can take Ole Miss to good places in the SEC West, and Thoad's about as good as he's gonna get them. But after this year, I see Lane Kiffin leaving Ole
1: Miss. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all kind of, we I mean, as far as the Lane Kiffin thing, we're all kind of the same. Hey, mindset. look,
2: this might be a hot take for you, Tennessee people. I want Hypo to stay here forever. I do. One, one, because I love him, and two, because my buddy here got a tattoo of him on his leg. But let's just say if there was ever an opening at Tennessee, I know who I'd pick. So I'm gonna say I know who I'd pick.
1: This is a that's a, a whole another can of worms. But I don't yeah. I don't disagree with you. Number three, look, you got to
2: get over it, people. Number
1: number three, I've got uh, I've got Arkansas. Um, I think KJ Jefferson is great. Rocket Sanders is great. I would put them higher if they actually had a defense. I would love to see Arkansas win the West. I'd be so happy for for Arkansas fans and and Sam Pittman. Let's see. Uh, Number two. What's up, Tommy? Thanks, man. Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee is the man. Give me the stars. Give me the stars. Hey.
2: Yeah, we got to have them stars now, pal.
3: Me and Tommy, we'll be live tomorrow in Morgan County Day, 8 o'clock. On Facebook, we're going to be giving away some Kentucky Splash tickets oh, for boy. family four pack.
1: You're talking a little NASCAR racing from this past oh, weekend. God. I might try to get some Kentucky Splash oh, tickets. Oh my gosh. What do you mean, oh, my gosh? That's, that's, have you seen the price no, NASCAR. on this thing? Oh, NASCAR. Just because
3: you have to wear a T-shirt when you go to Kentucky Splash don't mean nothing.
2: Oh, really, really? I don't have to wear a T-shirt. I do it so all the women can keep their husbands. That's why I do it. You're looking at peak male performance here, Corbin.
1: He's looking out for everybody. Yeah, but... I'm
2: trying to help people here. Come on now. Heck fire, son. If your brain was chocolate with Phil and m M&M. and
1: have, we, have you already said you're two?
2: No, I've not. But yeah. I will. I might as well. Uh, I got Will the, you take
1: your shirt off for us now?
2: No, it ain't time to do that okay. right now. You got to pay for that. You want to see me take off my shirt? You got to come. August the 11th, Cofield High School. One, We got heartbeat right here. Joe Cassandra Promotions. Get your tickets now. But my number two is going to be the LSU Tigers. LSU at two. Who do you got to?
1: two? I got LSU two. I do too. They're gonna to be very good. Um I think they'll slip up a time or two, kinda of like last year. Uh just my opinion. But they are loaded, their defense is stacked, great wide receivers, their quarterback is good. Got the Tigers number two. So we've all got the same number one in the West.
2: Yeah, it's pretty simple.
1: All right. So pretty we, simple, all,
2: same as always.
1: Y'all have any comments? We've all got Alabama winning the winning the West.
2: Yeah. But here, I will say this. I do think the game to watch that week is going to be Alabama-LSU.
1: I've already had to hear from people
3: this year, and this goes for Georgia and Alabama both, talking about, oh, they've lost so many players, how are they gonna, they're going to be a downfall this year. And I know I've said that on here before, but it's not going to be like a uh, – not, Alabama's not going to like fall off the face of the earth because they lose a few players. They're still going to have like a Heisman Trophy quarterback or a running back or something. Out there playing, they're going to go for a SEC championship like always. It's it's just it's a no doubt scenario.
1: Yeah, because
2: uh, Tommy, the reason LSU's got even as a football team because them Cajuns are crazy.
1: Tommy says, "Just take your shirt off." Uh,
2: no, like the, I said, if you want me to take off my shirt, you got to pay for it. August the eleventh. All right, you've
1: done like three promos I'm this one. I'm just same. saying. All right. Um. Uh, yeah, like like Corbin said, uh, Alabama last year they lost two games. Last play of the game, um, so I think I think Saban will be out for blood. Um, he's he's not finished in my opinion. Alabama <laughs> hey. runs runs the table in the SEC West. To.
2: I got legs.
1: Let let talk. Promo promo. You, if you if next promo you can all right. Here's the deal. You can shoot all the promos you want on wrestling if you take your shirt off.
3: Is AJ watching this? Because I need him like just
1: come chop the crap out of Spanky right now. Robin Sheldon is on. Go Gators, he says. All right. So, let, let's hit the East. Who's finishing last in the East?
2: Do we really need – I think – let's just skip. Like, I think
1: we you got know. Vandy. I mean
2: – it Really? Vandy.
3: <laughs> the va- the Next, the, uh, the- number
2: six. Uh, <laughs> anyone else? Like, I think we can go through this one a little bit. Well, you, who you got, Corin?
1: Florida. What the don't hell? break the order up, Promo well, King. Who do you got at six? I
2: got Mizzou. Like well, okay. <laughs> it's no question. D- uh, Drinkwitz, Dirkwitz. I don't know Dirk event I don't know. Like he's on the way out. Mizzou, number six.
1: <sighs> I got Florida. Uh, I love the Florida at six. They're they're
2: down there for me too, man. You, don't worry, they're down there for me. From what they done in
3: the uh, blue and white game, just that was some of the worst stuff in the history. The of. offense was horrible. They had like, what, 10 yards total the whole game. <laughs> Defense didn't even look good doing it.
1: What was the final, like 7 to 10 or something? Yeah,
3: well, all I know is uh, Florida – I think they're going to go – I think Florida wins three or four games this year, honestly. I think this may be one of the worst years in Florida football history.
2: I don't know. They did go four and eight, and they blocked each other. That's pretty bad.
1: Number six, I've got Missouri. I think Eli Drinkwitz fails again. Uh, they bring back a decent amount of starters, but it's Missouri. Yeah. It's Missouri. Uh, I'll take you up on all them stars, Bob.
2: Yeah, we'll take yeah, them. Send
1: them stores on. I don't man. even
2: know what you get from stars, but we'll we'll will 'em. I'm already a star. Well, I have a star when you are a star.
1: Oh God. Number five. <laughs> uh number
2: five, I got Florida as well. I just don't I don't believe in the Napier. I don't I don't believe in the scared money, don't make money. Well heck, if, if you got money, you got money. It don't matter how you get the money, how you spend the money, just get the dang money. But yeah, I got Florida at five. It just ain't it ain't gonna be good. They don't have the quarter. Like, they don't even know who their quarterback's going to be going into it. They really don't. And that's not a good sign. The University of Florida, you know, history-wise, y'all can say what you want, but history-wise, best SEC school to produce quarterbacks. Until here lately, Alabama kind of took that one over.
3: I got Missouri. I I don't know much about Missouri's team going in this season, but they're always a five or six win team, so – Put Missouri
1: number five. I've got Florida at number five. Um, they play some. I think they're going to play some teams tough. They're probably going to play Tennessee tough, that they always do. But they're going to struggle to score points. Sun Belt Billy is bottom tier for me, and I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there again. The 2024 Florida schedule gets me so fired up. Oh, yikes! Because I'm I just love how bad this is going to be for them. They played Georgia. They played Texas A and M. They go to Mississippi State, they play LSU, they play Ole Miss, they come to Tennessee, they go to Texas, they've got Kentucky, they play Miami, they play Florida State, and then they've got UCF, which is no joke at all. Oh yeah. Sunbelt Billy is is gone. It's
2: bad. It's gonna be bad. Number four. I got uh Old oh, Reliable. A team that's not ever going to win the SEC East, but, you know, uh, they have the heart and they have the spirit. Uh, they just need a quick copy and checkerboard. But I got the Kentucky Wildcats. Oh, Stoopsy, he'll, he'll have his team rocking and rolling again.
3: I got South Carolina. Uh, the question is, does South Carolina come in this season and back up what they ended the season on last year?
1: We're going to see about that. I've got uh, I've got USC junior as well at number four. Beamer ball, I think it's gonna, they're going to be all right, but they're going to be brought back to reality, reality this year. Um, they'll be ready to fire him again come mid season. Uh, Spencer Rattler, um, he'll be overrated per usual, and um, Josh Hopple is going to destroy Shane Beamer and Nealon. And I think that's going to. Oh yeah, we're gonna- I'm so glad we get him early too. We don't have to wait on we don't have to wait on that game too long. Who do you have at number three? I got
2: uh South Carolina. I think I think look, here's my hot take. I think Spencer, I think he's gonna have a better season than what he did last year. Because I think he's gonna use it all off season. He's gonna hear everything. I think he's gonna be a little better last year. But you still dog poop, you still dog poop. I'm trying not to cuss people. I'm I'm trying to be good. Trying to be good. But uh yeah, I got South Carolina.
3: I got Kentucky, uh, got a transfer quarterback from uh, NC State from last year. And NC State wasn't too bad last year, from what I remember. So, But I think Kentucky will actually have some upset wins this year, honestly. I think they got some upset wins coming. I think Mark Stoops has got the program headed in the right direction for Kentucky, which is more the right direction what the basketball team's in at
1: the moment.
2: Yeah, that's not looking too good, is
1: it? Yeah, I've got Kentucky at three uh, – Devin Leary, I think, is very, very good. He's going to be better than Will Levis. They've done really good in the portal. If they can block, I see Kentucky being really good. Um, and like you said, Stoops has got them going right direction. I think Stoops is has hit Kentucky ceiling, you know, um, is how good that they can be. Um, it's not a bad place for Kentucky yeah. to be either, honestly, no, no. where they were in, at in the past. I mean, I would, I mean it's, a solid, it's a solid spot.
2: Three or four for Kentucky,
3: that's very solid for them in football.
1: Who do you have at number two, Spanky?
2: Number two, I got the uh, UGA ugly Georgia Bulldogs. I love it. I've got –
3: I debated, honestly. I I did. did I did, too. I did. I debated a lot on this one. I'm going to put Georgia at number two just because I'm a Tennessee fan. I'll say it. But I'm going to put them at number two. But with the losses this year, Georgia has come in the season with the players – and what they've got going on currently with the situation down in Athens—that a lot of people really ain't talking about yet.
1: A lot of weird stuff going on. A lot of in weird Athens. stuff
3: going down in Georgia. Like uh, it, it, we could be two, or three weeks in the season, and the whole season may just come apart. They may end up going like
1: six and six after that. I don't know. We'll see.
2: <laughs> you know, this guy here in the comics makes a very—I like them.
1: I went. Uh, I'm not. I'm not even read any of them. I'll read them right when we get done. Um, yeah, Georgia, I've got them at two. Like, a lot of weird stuff going on down there. With that schedule, though, they should easily win. <laughs> oh, that's that's not <laughs> like the, the easiest schedule you've ever saw. It's the easiest SEC schedule, I think, of all time. I think they fall, though. Uh, I think Kirby's gimmicks are, are going are gonna to start fading. Uh, like, last year he was telling his team that everybody was predicting them to go seven and six. Nobody in the world... Georgia was going Like that That was his motivation So I think all that stuff Is, is going to be running out
2: Hey Over under What's more Kirby throwing visors Or Georgia's uh, NCAA penalties
1: I'm hoping NCAA penalties Yeah <laughs> Um, Maybe orange colored glasses But give me the dogs at, at number two So number one We've all got Tennessee Why I
2: I think Joe Milton I think I think this is his year. I think he's gonna he's gonna throw like he said at SEC media days. He doesn't have an exact number how far he can throw that ball, but it starts with a nine. Um, but no, I think Tennessee. I think their defense is gonna be very much improved this year. Uh, I think they'll be rocking and rolling. Um, I think a lot of people want to hate on the defense, but people, you got to realize when an offense is so up tempo and so high scoring, it's a, ble- it's a blessing and it's a curse because your defense is not getting a full recovery time. The perfect way to have it is your offense needs to control the clock, control the ball, keep your defense on that sideline, much right as possible, let them come in, get third down sacks, boom, let's get them off the field. Offense, keep it rolling, keep it rolling.
1: We're good at that. Yeah, I but. think, I think – the growth within this program from from year one to year two under Heipel goes even further this year. We're starting to get into Josh Heipel's recruits. We're not using Jeremy Pruitt's recruits and nothing against, you know, them players, but it's took a lot to develop, you know, what, what he brought in here. But Tennessee will be better on defense. I think Joe Milton's gonna be very good. I think Georgia goes down in Nealon, and I think Tennessee goes to Atlanta. For the SEC championship. Here's the question. Since first time since 2007.
2: Does the goal post come down?
1: It can't. It can't come down anymore. we got to vacate the win. And
3: pay like a $500,000 fine. And then, oh, the next year, if we had to, like we play, let's say if we done that Alabama last year in Neyland, next year we play Alabama in Neyland, we would have to vacate that spot and give them the home game.
1: Next year, really, you can thank uh Greg Sankey for, and you can't tell me that the Nick Sabin crying didn't put this into Greg Sankey's head.
2: You know what? Here, how about this? How about this? Hear me out. We beat Georgia, everybody get out of the stadium as quick as possible, get a bunch of people in scuba gear, mm-hmm. go down to the river, and let's raise that goalpost.
1: We're gonna go find that goalpost here soon, I believe. Um, we we'll hit some comments before we go to commercial. Um, James Fair, let's see. One's
2: got a good one about the other checkers music, South Carolina game. I like that one.
1: Is that the James Fair comment?
2: Yeah, that could work.
1: I have a huge announcement. Got to br- how? How do I bring you in? Let's see. Hey, Tommy, do you know how to create a poll on here? Yeah, Tommy, come on in. James Fair, hear me out. Dark mode, the South Carolina game, blackout. Nelem with the Undertaker theme music right before we run out the tee of Rocky Top. I do like that. That would be cool. I do.
2: Like heck, fire. Well, at least
1: ha- we could have like the boom, but then hit the the. the Rocky hey, if top we didn't piss off Texas,
2: I think Undertaker would have done it. Heck, you know his brother is the mayor of Knox County. You know that, huh? He is. He is. Yeah.
1: Uh, Tommy says, Corbin, where's the love? Right here, son. He says, Come on, Daddy. Uh, let's see. I'll make your Go Post out of PVC. It ain't pipes. the same. We want the real thing. Ronnie, you, you just stay tuned on the Go Post. All right. We'll be right back. Uh, check out our message from the Big Orange Concrete Pumping. We got Start Bench Cut coming up your way next. Maxed Out Gym is hands down the best gym in East Tennessee. Located in Oak Ridge, locally owned and operated by Ryan Carson. Listen, this gym is not your normal big chain gym. 24-7 access, childcare, nutrition plans, private training rooms, and their personal trainers are truly first class. We're not talking about John Doe across the street who spent a few hours taking an online course and then printed his certificate. They offer the best classes in the area and even host big-time powerlifting competitions. For my powerlifters, you have to experience the back room There's no words to describe it, you just have to experience it. That's Maxed Out Gym. If you're having second thoughts about changing gyms, canceling that membership, going through the hassle, I know you've seen the picture of me and Coach Hopple together when I got to show him his face on my leg. Have you seen the thunder thighs on the Vol Daddy? You don't get thighs like that by not going to Maxed Out Gym. It's time to throw away the gold membership Throw away the Planet Fitness membership. Throw away the National Fitness membership. And it's time to join Maxed Out Gym. Check them out on Facebook right now. Are you looking for a place to tailgate this season? Look no further than the Volunteer Club. Free food, free drinks, free games, and an open bar. Yes, I said open bar. Also, you're going to get things like watch parties, shirts, decals, koozies, exclusive video content, special events, meet and greets, etc. You absolutely cannot beat the Volunteer Club. For as little as $5, you can join today. Click on my QR code, screenshot my QR code, or message me for a direct link and come tailgate with the best of the best. Go Vols. All right, and we're back. Next, we've got Start, Bench, Cut, presented by Maxed Out Jim. How this works, we give we give a topic. you got a start one, which is your first pick. You've got a bench one, which is your second pick. And then you got a cut one, which is the obvious third pick. Number one, rank these football movies. Rudy, remember the Titans, or the blind side?
2: This one was easy for me. Remember the Titans. Let's start. Bench the Blind Side. Because screw Notre Dame and we're gonna cut
1: Rudy.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna start uh, remember the Titans. Bench the Blind Side. Blind side's a good movie. It is. I remember going to watch it in the movie Theaters. Dang good movie. Makes you sad and happy at the same time. And Ay, screw Notre Dame! I. Hate.
2: That's right, Corbin. That's right. Give me some high five, baby. High five, yeah.
1: So y'all really <laughs> don't y'all don't really don't like Rudy the movie. I don't. Like if it wasn't Notre Dame, would you like it?
2: Yeah, I probably would if it's did Nah, I, like I didn't. You didn't
3: I, think like it. it's, I, know, I think it's corny, honestly.
2: Hey, look. The only thing good out of Notre Dame is when I watched that documentary about them, about the Catholics and the convicts, and and uh, Lou Holtz gave his team the fire the speech. After the big brawl, he said, Boys, you better not get you a personal foul or anything, or I'm kicking you off the team. But if you're going to fight them, fight them in the parking lot. But save Jimmy Johnson's ass for me. That'd get any man fired up right there. I don't care. If, if you ain't fired up over that one, your wood's wet. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. I'm going to gonna I'm to start. remember the Titans as well. I still remember the first time I seen it uh, in theaters. I still watch it to this day if it's on... Um, I'm going to bench Rudy. Uh, I like Rudy. I liked it as a kid. And I'm not a Notre Dame fan, but I do like the movie. And I'm going to cut the blind side. I, li- I like the movie. I'm not a Tim McGraw fan at all.
2: Uh, oh, come on. You don't think Tim McGraw?
1: I don't like Tim. <laughs> no. That, that was the best thing about Tim McGraw is, is uh, young Taylor Swift. You I used to blast that in the Ford Explorer. Anyway, it's a little corny, corny for me, but it's still a great story. All right, pizza. Let's rank it: cheese, pepperoni, supreme. And here we go. We got a big food, a food topic. So everybody, just I'll just go time. ahead
2: and say, cut, cuts cheese. Like why? Why? I hate. I hate cheese. Nah, nada. Then bench. I'm going with supreme because you know what? There's just. There's just some things on Supreme Pizza I don't like. That's just my personal preference. But number one, start that's pepperoni pizza. You can't beat the classic, especially extra pepperoni pizza. And I'm gonna go back on the cheese. If you are the type of person that says in a gr- you're gonna get a lot in a group of pizza. Do not order a cheese pizza because the people in your party want a cheese pizza. Just take the pepperonis or whatever topping off, and then it's a cheese pizza. Stop wasting money. Maybe there's some people in the party that want pepperoni pizza.
3: Dang, son, you act like you like food or something over here.
1: Any, any food topic, he gets fired up.
3: He was eating pizza before we started this party. Food or
1: uniforms.
3: <laughs> food or apparel. Uh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> start pepperoni I mean pepperoni's right. Pepperoni's awesome
1: Yeah Tommy Freaking says pepperoni I guess that's your start Tommy yeah.
3: Alright go ahead sorry you got, a, you got a bench Cheese You get some dang Texas Pete hot sauce And some black pepper And throwing that oh. cheese pizza You are talking about some good stuff going on out right there
2: Then it ain't cheese That's cheese pizza. No cheese pizza is just pizza with nothing but cheese.
3: Easy now. Because if you
2: add something, then it's whatever the pizza. Like if you're gonna add hot sauce, it's a hot sauce pizza. Because cheese is in pizza.
1: He gets fired up over food over here. Yeah, James Fair says meat lovers. Now I like meat lovers, but it wasn't an option. It wasn't an option. The best
2: kind of pizza out there, and you can get it in Cofield or you can get it in Wattburg. It is the Hunt Brothers Thin Crust Pepperoni and Bacon Pizza. You'll never be let down. I
3: don't know. You take, you get some Tostitos Pizza, and you fix that thing in the dang oven. You get that thing fixed up, and you put some hot sauce on it. You get some of that shredded cheese out of the damn refrigerator, and you put that on there. Is
1: it? Is it? My, did you go all the way through? Oh, I'm cutting, okay. cutting supreme. Oh, um, okay. I couldn't. I can't. I can't keep up with with Spanx going crazy over it's food. Sorry, I here. get fired. Oh, you're good. You're good. Cut I supreme. Pizza. I. You're cutting supreme. Yeah. You can't go wrong with any of these, and it depends on my mood. I'm starting supreme. I love supreme pizza, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, Whatever you wanna do, based on as what cheese, I don't care. I'm gonna bench cheese. Bitch. I'm, I'm gonna, cut, I'm gonna cut that stupid pepperoni. Are
2: you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding? How cheese pizza's boring.
1: No, it's not. It's plain. It's good, man. No, it
2: ain't. There ain't nothing, anything good about cheese
1: pizza. Cheese, cheese pizza with uh, stuffed crust. Uh, ta- Tommy said it's costing him a fortune to watch this spank guy who's a wrestler not doing any wrestling moves.
2: Well, it's okay because I, I don't have to do many wrestling moves to get people to come see because heck fire because you know we're on the best run of Morgan County wrestling there's ever been. So, man looks like I ain't got to do moves to make money, pal. It's called walking and talking, called working, daddy. <laughs>
1: All right, rank these Tennessee wide receivers. This one's hard, man.
2: Yeah, this one was. Took all right, I, on this one, I'll just go ahead and people. Uh-huh. I just drew names out of a hat on this one.
1: Uh, I done a little bit of uh research, but all right, rank these Tennessee wide receivers: Carl Pickens, Joey Kent, Peerless Price. Start us off, big <laughs> big wrestling daddy.
2: Look, man, this is hard, okay? But you know what? This is what we're gonna do. Peerless Price, number one. Number two, Joey Kent. Number three, Carl Pickens. I hate to cut any of them. Why do we got to cut? Why can't we just do what society does nowadays? Let everybody get a trophy. Let everybody play.
1: It's the name of the game, <laughs> bud. I had the same exact order of Spanky. I'm going to start Joey Kent, uh, all-time catch leader, all-time yards leader, all-time uh, t- touchdown leader, uh, Kent is the goat, in my opinion. And I'm going to uh, bench Peerless Price, two SEC championships, one national championship, um, put the team on his back to to win the national championship. Carl Pickens, amazing athlete, amazing career, all-pro NFL career, but that's who I'm going to have to cut. It's hard. It's, it's hard, man. It's very hard. Uh, Tommy, hey, Tommy wants to know uh, – hold on, I'm missing some, I think. I'm trying to keep up. Mr. Jones says Philly cheese steak pizza. Huh, ain't a bad option. Yeah, Bar- that's barbecue good. pizza's good too. Uh, hey, what's up, digging sports? I don't know how long you've been in here. Good, good to see you. Sure. Uh, Tommy wants to know uh, where are all your ladies at, Corbin?
3: At home in the bed.
1: They know about that six point five, Tommy. They fail. They know about the six point five. I've been trying to get him to release his OnlyFans, but. It's tough to it's tough to get it out of him. It's high priced. It's, it's high, high price. priced. He, he says nobody around these parts can afford his only fans.
2: But you know what they can't afford?
1: What? Here's Pomo.
2: pepperoni pizza.
1: Uh, baby. I was about to say a wrestling ticket. That's what <laughs> that's I was. That's what, what I was well, thinking. Well, if you
2: want to go ahead and say it, but well. All
1: uh, right. Who would you want Tennessee? This is this is hard to. Who would you want Tennessee to play a home and home? game with in the near future, Michigan, Penn State, or Ohio State?
2: I'm going to go with – I'm going to start with cut because of the team I hate the least, Penn State. I ain't got nothing wrong. I ain't got nothing against Penn State.
1: So you don't want to play them?
2: No. Okay, so this is how I look at it. The reason I'd want to play them is so we can beat them. That's why I'd want to play them. Mm. Um, But number two, bench, Michigan – I'm at the bench, Michigan. Number three is the team that seems wants to run their mouth more than anybody. And who is actually – and I'll go ahead and give them credit. Out of everybody in the Big Ten, they are consistently – Michigan stepped up in a couple years, but consistently giving people fits in the playoffs, whatever. But I'm going with Ohio State. Not the Ohio State because there's only one the out there, and that's the spank. But I'm going with Ohio State.
3: I'm going to start Michigan just because – they had to build a bigger stadium just to beat us in attendance. That's a good point. And I would love to beat their butt on a uh, at Neyland Stadium and then go all the way to what's it called? Arbor Field, whatever it is. Ann Arbor? Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor, yeah. Ann Arbor and beat them there. Uh
2: see who the real big house is.
3: Bench, uh, Penn State. I love Penn State. I'll say that. I love the the crowd, the reaction. The stadium, the atmosphere. I think if we had a home home series, that is about that. That's on a that's on a Tennessee level from what the way they come out to games and Penn State. What is it, Penn Station? It's phenomenal there. I'd like to go there, see a game there, and especially against Tennessee, and we just beat up on them. And Ohio State. I mean, Ohio State's just Ohio State. I mean, all we being serious. I mean, they talk. They want to play
2: them, Corbin. They, you they, should
3: want to beat them. They talk, well, it's just Ohio State. I mean, they talk a big game every year, and they always choke. But they are always the better Big Ten team and go to the playoffs, and they do do good things in the playoffs. But at the end of the day, they're just still Ohio State. And I have no, I, I don't, I don't, I just don't care about Ohio State.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna start Ohio State around year 2025, is whenever I want to have them. Um, I don't, not a fan, but man.
2: Ryan Day two looks like Butch
1: Jones. Two great fan, but can you imagine the trash talk between Tennessee and Ohio State? Oh yeah, on, I, it's already there. Yeah, you, it's already on, there's it's there. A, it's already right, so I if a home and home, I would love to go up there. I would love for them to come here and see what a real atmosphere is like. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start Ohio State. Um, this was this was my toughest between these two, but I'm going to bench Penn State just because I want to experience their atmosphere. Especially if, like, we was lucky enough to get the white out, I think that would be cool to go up there and and then white out for hey, us or something. We should
2: white out one year and we should do an orange
1: out. I mean, I would be all for that. And Michigan, that means everybody's got to wear orange. Uh, gonna cut Michigan. Any three of these would be fun. Have to cut one of them, and, and that's the that's the one for me. Um, but I, I would like to go to the big house. I'm gonna hit some comments for our last question. Robin says, "How y'all gonna leave our partners' pizza meat lovers out?" Um, Let's see.
2: Partner's got some good wings, people.
0: I really do. I love
1: them. Tommy said he dropped the 6.5 on the last show and a Peterbilt. Uh, (laughs) 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 Inside joke, we'll tell you in commercial break. Uh, Tommy says Michigan. I guess that's the start. And Robin says Penn State. Uh, Jalen Hyatt definitely has the greatest all-time Vol performance with five touchdowns versus Alabama. 207 catches or 207 yards on 6 catches. Woo, I think he just scored again. I do agree with you Mr. Jones because I mean that performance was crazy. It was. I mean five out of six catches were touchdowns. Um so are so I'm all at for the that. i
2: comments on YouTube
1: and everything too. I I am on here, yeah. Okay, you are. Okay. Yeah, I got the I've got YouTube, the Twitter, um
2: Man, we all over here. We live and in color,
1: baby. We My, Mike's on you again. a monkey, like baby. Tell everybody how to send Thank stars. Thank you, Bob. Uh, I'm not sure how to send stars, or I would I would definitely do that. Uh, we ain't going to
2: send stars, Norm. You want to send stars, send them to Bob
1: says he's sending us a 1,000. I appreciate you, Bob. Uh, listen, Listener question. Dalton Roberts, are you listening? Uh, Dalton asked on Twitter. That is a uh, yeah, it's a very good question. What recent Tennessee team was the most fun to watch? 2022 Tennessee football, 2022 Tennessee baseball, or 2018 to 2019 Tennessee basketball?
2: This was a good question. Start bench cut. It was very hard, but uh, 2022 Tennessee football. And that's your start. Uh, that's what start. The bench gonna be the baseball. And then the cut's gonna be basketball, even though here's my here's my take of the night, people. And it could be true. I, I hate to cut them because they were they were the team to start everything going on right now at Tennessee. My opinion, because look, you the buzz around Tennessee started when that basketball team played. Okay, it got then it got baseball rolling. Then it got – now it's football rolling. Everything else is rolling. In my honest opinion, that's the team out right there that brought Tennessee athletics back to where it needed to be. You, you can disagree with me if you want. You can go in the comments and say, I don't care. That's just my opinion. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it.
1: You got your pepper over there for him? <laughs> Mix in with some <laughs> of that salt. <Listen. laughs> I'm going
3: to start a uh, football Just because, uh, listen, football is a journey, okay? When Mm. the when the season starts, it's a little journey. And the more this past year, we kept winning games, and we was in contention, and we went to the top of the board in the college football playoff. Halfway through the season, I was gave out like yeah, (laughs) and at the end probably drinking, and at the end at the end of the season,
2: he's drinking.
3: I was done for because he, like, he
2: was
1: drinking.
3: I ain't drinking that Desani water. I tell you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
3: this is yeah, this is tough. Now. This is tough.
1: Honestly, uh, it's hard. It's hard.
3: The basketball team had such a good run. I guess I have to bench them just for the one they had. I'm going to have to cut the baseball just because I knew at the end, like we were not the baseball team we wanted to be all season. And I knew that the whole truth was going to be that we was going to get put out. And uh, I worried about it. And we we had – we went to the College Award Series, but Corbin, we made I, the mistakes. Corbin, that, that's the year
2: mistakes. Oh, it's the year before, buddy.
1: we're talking about the year before? Yeah, we got Yeah, 2022 Tennessee Baseball.
2: He's had a couple drinks here, folks. Just give him, bear him a minute.
1: Changes I have not. things up then.
3: So, uh, okay. I thought it was this year's. Okay. La- last year, I'd start last year's for sure because we, hell, we dominated the whole season. Went in games 30 points. And how many games we went in the world? 24, 25? It was somewhere 23,
1: 24. 20, and then we ended up playing at the Smoky Stadium with, with Wooden Bats and, and Tennessee Tech and
3: losing. And, and, yeah, I have to be have to be in shape for sure, because uh, I have really thought we had well, I thought we had it I thought last year was the, like the year to win it. And I didn't think we could have won it this year.
1: I'm gonna start Tennessee football. Um, Got to. The biggest reason is it's been so long since we've been able to feel this way about Tennessee football. Um, beat three out of the last four national championships in one season. Um, I was on a high, man, all year long. Uh a natural high. A Josh Hopple high. Not not. No. No. Uh twenty twenty two Tennessee baseball. I'm gonna bench. Uh what a year. Probably the best team of all time. Base you know, college baseball team of all Statistics time. say yes. Um definitely the best to not win a championship, just destroying every it was just so fun to just, just dog walk everybody. Um it sucks to cut, as always, but I'm going to cut uh, 2018-19 Tennessee basketball. Very fun. One of my – probably my favorite basketball team of all times. I mean, you had you had Grant Williams. You had Fulky, You had Bone. You had Lamonte Turner. Admiral Schofield. You had Kyle Alexander. Jordan Bowden. Eve Pons. Um, we should should have won it all, really, that year. Um Another but. thing
3: that comes into factor for me with that is uh, in college basketball, I mean, we saw it this year. The NCAA tournament is March Madness, and uh, anybody can upset anybody. And it's always – if if you go to the Final Four, that's impressive. Yeah. And not everybody – there's 300 – I don't know how many teams – because they add teams every year. I know the last time I looked, it was like 385 Division One schools. So it's so tough to go so far in uh, the NCAA tournament.
1: Well, that one sucked, Dalton. Uh, you, I don't know if you're listening now. I, I'm sure you would comment if you if you was, but you uh, you'll definitely see it on on YouTube. Um, we'll be right back. We're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk some some just random questions that we have regarding Tennessee's football season in 2023. We've got some commercials, and we'll be right back. Ugh. trident hydroclean your exterior home cleaning professionals house roof driveway concrete gutters and much more trident hydroclean 865-363-8815 they've been in business for five years and they have a five star google rating and a five star facebook rating call jacob today give your house driveway and or patio the care it deserves 100% 100% satisfaction guarantee. See the difference between a professional and an amateur cleaning. That's 865 363 8815. Megan's Cleaning Services is here to meet all of your home cleaning needs. From a basic clean to a deep clean, from a one-time clean to a bi-weekly clean, Megan's Cleaning Service is here for you. We provide residential, commercial, and rental cleanings for the best prices. Serving Knox, Anderson, Scott, Roan, and Morgan Counties. Give me a like on my Facebook page. My phone number is 423-539-7266. Again, that's Megan's Cleaning Services at 423-539-7266. Thank you. And we're back next. We've got our second main talking point of the day presented by Trident HydroClean. Thank you for sponsoring this segment, Jacob Haney. So for this segment, just some random questions kind of floating around here in my brain. Uh, And I want to pick your all's brain. So let's jump into this. How long of a leash does Joe Milton have this this year? By the way, before I answer this, I want to be very clear. I'm not anti-Joe. I love Joe. I believe in Joe. I want Joe to prove all the doubters wrong. I want to see Joe in New York as a Heisman finalist. But as a fan, we must discuss this. Um, How long is Joe's leash? At what point does Nico get a shot if Tennessee... Isn't su- succeeding.
2: I think he gets. Uh, I think he deserves a long leash. That's just that's just my opinion because everything that guy he has sat through. He he came to us, not knowing if he was going to be the starter. That you know that should speak volume to him. And then he weighed his turn, and now he's got his turn. So in my opinion, he he deserves a long leash.
3: I'm gonna say. Uh... <laughs> How many times in the past have we come down to Florida and Florida be where that's a deciding factor for a quarterback? I think the same thing happens this year. I think Florida – listen, I know Florida, I said they're going to be terrible, and I do think they'll be terrible. But just like I said with Alabama and Auburn, when we play Florida, it doesn't matter if they're the biggest crap team they are and we're the best team they are, vice versa. It's going to be a close game regardless. And if Florida comes out and they start whooping us – what do we do? You just keep
1: just keep on fighting. I agree. I think Florida is the I think that is I don't know. That's that's it's the, a proven it's a proven point game. That's the do or die. Um
2: but you gotta look at like this. You can't let one game decide who's gonna be your starting quarterback the rest of the way. Just like you guys got to remember, these are also well. I'm not. I'm not 18, saying 18, 19 year old kids are going to have bad games. It's not a game you want to be bad. But then, from from my side of it, like you, you can't now look. If he starts decline and decline, decline. Okay, maybe we need to have that conversation. But everything he's the work he's put in now. I say you leave him there. And look, Nico's time's going to shine. Maybe Nico. You guys got to think of it like this: Milton's a senior, correct? Yes. Nico red shirts this year. How many more years will we have Nico? Then. Got to look at. It like I mean,
1: this. I agree with what you are saying. I am just saying if we're if we're halfway through the third quarter and Tennessee's down, you know, seventeen points. Yeah. I mean, it's happening. Are we just gonna be like, okay, well? We're gonna redshirt Nico, so just bend over and take this one. No, you can't. You just got to. And I'm not saying it got It's happened before. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that like whoever, whatever happens out of the Florida game is the starter of the rest of the year. All I'm saying is like, you know, let's say, let's say Joe's, I don't know, let's say he's kind of sloppy against Virginia, and let's say he, you know destroys Austin P. Then we go to Florida. And then we kind of see the Virginia flashbacks. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like, if he's not
2: – And I'm not saying don't throw Nico in because, you know, every once in a while you need a different little – you need a different spark. But I'm not – to me, I guess I'm just overreading the question. I don't believe in just scrapping the whole Joe Milton thing. I don't believe in it.
1: I don't – I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that. That's, that's not the point of the question. I'm just saying, because like – was to wa- me,
2: and no offense, but from an outsider looking in from all them years – it seems to be and Tennessee fan. You gotta realize this. Just because something goes bad, don't mean you gotta throw it away.
1: That's yeah, so I'm gonna uh, say.
2: Don't can't jump the gun early.
1: But yeah, that's that's my thing. Is I just I think Florida is the. I think that's the point where it changes. You know what I mean? Like either gonna be made or not. Um, but I don't want to see. I mean, I don't want to struggle in Florida. I don't want to introduce Nico in the swamp. You know. I don't want to introduce him in that environment behind by, you know, 17, 20 points or something like that. I
3: mean, I'll, I'll give I'll give this scenario, okay? Let's say Nico's going to get to play this year, okay? He, he, he'll he get to play. Just oh, be, he's going to – yeah, he'll play. Just, just because – He's got
2: to play in four games.
3: Because when we're blowing somebody out, he's going to come in and just look – he couldn't come in and look phenomenal. You don't know. Now will he take Milton's job over doing that? No, I don't see that. I don't see that happening at all. I don't. Uh, Mil- yeah, I don't Mil- Milton's the guy. I'm one hundred percent on In on Milton. Milton's the guy. Uh, he's had zero interceptions. Uh, people forgets that. Like yeah,
1: like 144 passes, no one hundred forty four passes,
3: zero man. interceptions. Well, I don't, I'm. I mean, oh, no. what's the record for the most passing attempts without an interception? In Tennessee history. It's like what uh, um, he's not far funny. from it. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, uh, I think Joe's gonna be fine. Uh, That's just that was just my question is just you know if it's not if it's not pretty, you know, at what point does a change try to be made?
3: Yeah, and um, this is not a bash on Joe. This yeah. is just a uh, this is just a hypothetical because we've been put in this situation so many times in the past.
1: Yeah, I think I mean I think Nico's gonna be prepared. Uh, I think Josh Hopple and and Joey Halsey has Nico ready, but I also think Joe Milton. Is ready too, and I think he's going to do fine in the swamp. Remember what he said: uh, he don't lose in the state of Florida. And I think Joe, don't, don't I, I think is. Joe Cool Milton Air Milton, the Rocket Man. Uh, I think, the, man
2: fuse on I think the
1: Heisman campaign starts September sixteenth, seven p.m. in Gainesville, Florida. Who are some players that the media and most Tennessee fans are sleeping on this year? Uh, who are the players that are about to step up and leave their mark?
3: I've got Tyler Taliban, a defensive lineman. That's uh, a good
1: one.
3: He's played in 36 games so far. He's going to be a senior this year. Uh, he's got 73 tackles all-time. 16.5 tackles for loss, 7.5 sacks. Two pass breaks up. I think this year uh, he's going to be a uh, force to be working with.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know what's mine. I know people can say, well, he he just got selected all this SEC, whatever. How's the media not talking about? I just don't hear his name out there a lot. I'm going with Cooper Mays. I think this year he – you know, being in a family shadow, you you always get your comparisons. I think this year Cooper – Steps out of the family shadow. And I think he – honestly, I think he becomes the number one draft – a first-round draft pick just like his
1: brother. That would be crazy. I hope we get him one more year, though, because I think he's still got super senior year. I think
2: he goes early in the draft just like his brother
1: did. Um, I've said it 100 times. I'm going to go Ramel Keaton. Um, He's going to have a breakout season, man. Uh, He's going to be one of the top wide receivers taken in the NFL draft, in my opinion. I'm also gonna go Aaron Beasley. Um, haven't really seen a lot of preseason honors for him, and I think he's gonna be a top linebacker in the SEC. I'm also gonna go Jacob Warren. Uh, he's he just quiet. Um, he just kind of walks the line, does his job, solid all the way around, and I think he I think he has a great year this year. Um, I'm gonna go to Nico Slaughter as well. Um, So many high points last year. That hit against Kentucky where we picked that ball off, that was like my favorite defensive play all year. Um, Then my last one, I'm going to go Elijah Simmons. Banged up last couple years, but he's healthy. He's stronger than ever. Uh, I think he makes some noise in the trenches, and I'm fired up that he changed Mm -hmm. number 10. (laughs) Y'all have anybody else? Mm -hmm. Hit the comment section, uh Bob Bozeman says Spank is so smart. That's right, baby. Uh Mr. Jones from YouTube says in hypo we trust Joe Milton to Joe Millions. I like it. It's
2: a shirt right there.
1: Bob says, I believe in Spank's vast knowledge.
2: As should everybody else. Mr.
1: Jones says Squirrel White and Keaton. Agree with that 100 percent James Fair says attempted 261 consecutive passes. Without interception, the longest streak in program history and the third longest streak in SEC history, Hendon Hooker. What about? You don't pay attention to nothing, Spanky. What? We were just, we were just talking about who has you the – You weren't talking about Rasslin, so. Yeah. <laughs> what were you talking about? We was talking about – get close to the mic, Spank. What? What were we talking about? We were talking about uh, – which Tennessee quarterback threw the most passes without an interception is Henan Hooker. No. Threw 261 consecutive passes. That's
2: Sorry, I got a bunch of things on my mind.
1: Dang, um, I didn't realize it was that much. Uh, Mr. Jones has Cam Seldon. That's a very good pick. And uh, Josh Hopple is who they're sleeping on, knock on wood. <laughs> um, okay, so another question. If Tennessee's offense isn't as efficient as the last two years, is our defense going to be that much better that we can count on them to not allow as many points as they did last season.
3: I hope so. But then again, I, I I've sat on here in the past, uh, I always worry about the defense. Yeah.
2: Um you got to have that balance cuz like I said earlier, if you're on if your offense is on the field for 30 seconds, scores a touchdown, that's good and great. But you better just get ready for get a bunch of points scored on you. So I think you got to have that balance.
1: Yeah, I think I think our defense is going to be good. I, I think yes. Josh Hypo said Tennessee will play an elite defense. So I don't know if we're deep enough to do that yet. I don't think we are. But well, if um, he
2: said it, then we should believe it. Come on now.
1: Um, but I, mean, I, I I try I, I believe the hype. Uh, but the, the only defensive back we lost last year was Trayvon Flowers. And, I mean, that's it. We were banged up all year. No depth. I mean, we were playing walk-ons against Alabama. Um, we recruited well, hit the portal, portal well. We're young. Um, I think Tennessee defense is solid, and I, I pray Tennessee's defense is going to be solid. Losing Jeremy Banks is going to hurt on the field, um, not off the field. Mr. Jones says defense is going to be elite. We saw flashes against Kentucky. I believe we saw flashes nonstop. We've just got to we got to put it all together. Um one of the things that we've really not heard too much about is is special teams. Um, are you worried about Tennessee special teams? We lose Chase McGrath and Paxton Brooks who both done a great job for the Vols. I I personally haven't heard much um about this position side of the ball, and I really don't know why because we've lost two key key players. Any concerns or anxiety for special teams? Nah, I feel
3: pretty fine with it. I think we'll be all right with special teams. We always recruit well in that position.
1: Yeah, I don't know that I'm worried, but I'm curious, uh, anxious, nervous probably. But we brought in Charles Campbell from Indiana. Uh, originally from Jackson, Tennessee. and He's really good. Very good. Uh, First team, all Big Ten, 39 of 51 on his career, which is a 76.5% success rate. He's 73 of 73 from PATs. He's hit five 50-yard field goals, so solid. Um, Then we've got Jackson Ross from Australia, well, that's all really you need to know right there. He can try ki- them down <laughs> under
2: Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy.
1: He can uh he can kick. We'll just say that. So I think we're we'll gonna be fine, uh, but special teams are critical. I mean, just look at General Nealan's game maxims. Um who all right, what do you consider a failing season for Tennessee this year? Three losses. Three losses? So yeah. nine nine and three or yeah. bowl game loss too?
3: Regular season nine and three in the regular season. Uh, a bowl game loss for sure with a already nine and three, but of course. But uh, ten and two regular season. I think that's pretty. Good. I think that's good. Uh, just depending on who them losses are, though. I hope we can uh, pull it. I think we will beat. Alabama then Alabama, I will say that. We're going to back it up from last year. We have to. We know we have to. Mm-hmm. Georgia's going to be the big question if we can beat them. But then again, Georgia, I think there's so much stuff going on down there. And they're so late in the season. And Georgia, I don't know. I just don't know if they're going to be as good as they are going to be. But we'll see.
2: I got, I got the same as him, like three to four losses. I think that's – not a good sign.
3: Four losses is just unacceptable to me at this point. At this point,
2: well, at this point, I was about to say Corbin. I don't beggars can't be choosers. Now you got to remember, it's got to calm down there.
1: Yeah, I'm probably about to make a lot of people cringe right here, but Tennessee is still rebuilding. And thank you. Uh, you can disagree, but it's true. I mean, we lost 40 scholarship players. Hypel's first year. We've already cut around like eighteen scholarships due to self imposed penalties. We've got ten more scholarships <sighs> to ten more scholarships to cut. I'm not making any excuses. All I'm saying is people don't need to panic if we go nine and three. Um yeah, because that, right. we're just now getting into Hypels players. We're just now, you know, getting into the staff's recruits, they're hand picked players. Um so I mean, we're going to be very good. Don't get me wrong. I think for me, eight and four is when I would be disappointed, realistically. Uh, I'll be mad if we lose. Y'all don't know how I act when I when we get beat. But after a few days and thinking straight and and everything, I think eight and four is whenever I'm just like, okay, we we failed.
3: I just I just can't say eight and four like. I don't either. the, 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 stu- the, stu- the stuff that. I, you, and every Tennessee fan would have to hear by that point would be, "Oh, Tennessee's eight and four over here. What the heck happened at the beginning of the season and yeah. stuff like that?" You know, because that's how everybody's gonna be. And then the, 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 then they live here in Tennessee and they're like, "Oh, I, I love Florida, I love Clemson, all these other teams." You know, like that. Like,
1: what are you doing? Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm around the ten and two mark is where I think Tennessee will be, um, ten and two, 11 and one. But yeah, I mean, we just got to keep in mind that Tennessee is still like still repeating,
2: everybody. Calm down, just because we time. have a really good season, don't mean we're back yet. Just calm it down.
3: Just go game. We just got to take it game by game. Honestly, yeah. game by game. Just like last year. Last year it was game by game by game by game, but just kept and that's how you got and you got to and that's how you got to do it. focus week by week not just us but like the team and
1: everybody all right so that that was our second talking point presented by trident hydro clean next we've got the duel for you all listening you're going to want to stick around for for these two cats going at it during the during the duel I think I'm going to try to get a tally going. And whoever you all vote for the winner, it, I think that's who we're going to go with. Vote for me, the greatest of all time, the champ oh for
3: 70 God, days.
1: If you don't care, share this live out, and and let's uh, let's have a fun duel here between, between these two. We'll be right back after these commercials.
0: Do you have dreams about what your property could be? Whether it's driveways, ponds, septic, new home construction, or even forestry mulching, Let us earn your business and make your property dreams come true. Call Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. Thank you for supporting small businesses that support you. Again, that's Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408.
1: ZNN Concrete are the professionals you need to call for all of your concrete finishing needs. Driveways, sidewalks, curbs, garage pads, footers, and much more. They can do it all. No job is too big. No job is too small. Give ZNN Concrete a call today. 865-360-6176. Residential or commercial. That's ZNN Concrete, 865 865- three six zero six one seven six and we're back next we've got the duel presented by Premier excavation Come on, Come on, now. the spank and corbin will battle it out over a few I'm tough questions I'm wearing, I'm not even them. and the winner not only gets bragging rights but they get some hardware to drag around with them for a week Even Goldberg's winning streak was broken. Let's go, Spank. That's James Fair.
2: Oh, come on. We got to. Let's just hope that, you know, it ain't rigged here again, but whatever. Well, if we we get. All it is here is freaking rigged. It's
1: not rigged. If we get.
2: It is. Even Spire knows it.
1: It's not rigged.
2: Come on. Get over here, you drunk tell you out here. Oh, you going to hit the mic. Come
3: on, can't even walk The champ, straight. the champ is here. Come on, bye. I got my twisted tea toy Duncan, Travis Duncan, Premier X fighting sponsor in podcast. Hey kids, this twisted this. tea is for you. Yep. <laughs>
2: Know I people. love. He's driving home. I love this podcast. 5-0, 5-0. <laughs> home, I love you. everybody. I love you, Luke. I you love can, all. You the... drink this, you cannot leave this
3: house. I love all the people. I love all the people watching this well, right now. I'm just telling you that people. right now. Like, fire, look at you. I'm gonna go ahead and turn.
1: The, I'm gonna go ahead and turn the game down because I think there's gonna be some screaming going on here. Hopefully that helps y'all a little bit. With the, the, <laughs> if you've got headphones in. <laughs> what do you got on your
3: head? It's called a coonskin hat, son. If you go to a Tennessee game, you'd see
2: me wearing it sometimes.
1: If you, yeah, yeah. It also,
2: I'd also see you face first in a garbage can how much you're drinking. All
1: right, so de- depending on how many comments we get for votes, let me know the winner. And so uh, I, if, I, if I don't have to pick it, that would be, that would be great. Yeah, because then we I, can I, see. I get, I get, we can see. I get sick of the crying. From Spanky losing, how many days has it been that you've been champion?
3: Seventy days, seventy days. The, my greatest seventy days of my life is learning like this thing. How here? many beers do you
2: think he's drunk in the past seventy days,
1: huh? <laughs> all right, we got five questions, so don't don't announce winners after after question one. All right, question one: Who is the biggest NFL draft bust of all time?
3: The champ goes first because I am the name champion. Dear here. God.
2: I'm the champ, okay? Calm down.
3: Listen here. I'm going to go from the past 10 years to be relevant so everybody knows who we're talking about. I'm going to go with Johnny Manziel.
2: You you just took off my notes. That's why you wanted to go first. That's why you wanted to go first. Okay, whatever.
3: Johnny Manziel. Have it. He had had everything. Big time college story. Look, Look at everything he won in college. He goes to the NFL. He had all the money, all the sponsors, all the commercials. Big time player. Everything went to his dang head. Of course he had to play with the Cleveland Browns, but that don't matter. Bust. Straight up freaking bust. Are you kidding Spanky. me right now? If not him, it's I'll give you another me? one with him. RG three be locked up right there with him.
1: I'm giving two. RG three.
2: What what does he get two now?
1: He don't get to it. whatever. I'm you the
2: know. man with the plan that gets harder goals. Because he's just like you. He's nothing but an alcoholic. Okay? <laughs> you let the fame get to yourself. You let this little championship get to you, Corbin. He can't even Which heck no, you didn't let the championship get to you because you were drunk before you got the championship. And, he, and here we go, we're probably gonna get points taken away because I put Johnny Manziel. Look. Johnny Football. Because that's his name. Johnny Football, everybody. No, you him. want to give
1: a second one since he gave a second one? You know
2: he can't right. even
3: think of a second
2: because one. Because there's so many out there. Like, my lord, pal. Uh, let's he already say, had
3: to copy me.
2: <laughs> really? Uh, I'm not the one that had to go first. Let me go first because I saw the Spanx paper there. I had to go first. That's why I picked him.
3: I'm not the one that had to get a championship to be a champion for a promotion because you can't win a championship on your own.
2: Well, yeah, I don't have to look. The reason I got a championship because I am undefeated in J- Joe Kazana.
3: Who'd you, who'd you beat for that championship? I
2: have beaten the names of everybody that was in that first battle royal. I beat Danny Vegas because that referee was not sanctioned, so it was an illegal referee. I win disqualification. I beat Danny Vegas in the cage. I beat AJ Kazana because he used an illegal chokehold, and boom, disqualification. I beat Joe Briggs by pinfall. Little Rolando, he tried to pin me. The bell did not sound. Boom, disqualification again. Then at Harriman. I wrestled in that battle royal, and then Coach Shane hit me with the chair, and the devil threw me out. That's a disqualification right there. Boom, 17-0. and 0. Boom, undefeated. Try again. All
1: right. Question number two. Are you giving a second one before I Go move on. on? Okay. He couldn't make it one. Shut up. All right. Who or would you like to see another battle of Bristol? Hell yeah! There ain't no, listen. I go to Bristol
3: Motor Speed. I've been to Bristol Motor Speedway for over twenty years. Dear to God, both here races a year with for Here we the NASCAR. freaking NASCAR. And
2: I'll tell left you, left wh- turn. And I'll tell left you, turn. I'll tell left you, turn.
3: I'll tell you, left turn. I'll tell you, left what. left turn.
2: That's all it is.
3: I'll tell you what, bad up, Bristol. There's nothing like being the biggest college football atmosphere in college football because there's one hundred sixty thousand people that can fit into that racetrack for that football game, plus more with the people that's also woken the event. So, yes, hell yes, bring it back, do it again. And apparently it's in the talks to being done again, except this time it will be Tennessee versus Virginia Tech. It will be
2: somebody else. I'm going to go with the yes again because, look, it it needs to be a part of college football. I'm not going with the freaking NASCAR answer like him. Mm. I'm going to it because it's different. And that's what makes college football so great. It You take things that are not ordinary in day-to-day lives and you make it extraordinary. And that's something extraordinary. One of the biggest places to hold a college football game in America. And you have it there. You have some of the most passionate and wild fans out there. And you bring them all together into one big atmosphere. I think it's great. I, I feel bad for the people that have to sit all the way up in the back. Because, you know, I, I get it. It's hard to see from all the way back there. But if they could somehow, you know, I not don't know a, how they'd do it. Not at
3: Bush Motor Speedway, it's not.
2: I'm just saying. But it's a little hard to see. It don't matter. They're they <laughs> a little tiny football player. You can get the big jumbo jumbotron all you want. But it's still not the same. So but you, you, don't, I, even <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about. You don't even know what you're talking about.
3: When you go to a NASCAR race, the slower you set, the cheaper the seats are. The higher you set, the higher the tickets are. Because the more you can see from
1: the higher I'm you I'm surprised set. you
2: can see from the alcohol poisoning. Like, my lord. that's a, like I, You know, I heard if you drink, you go blind. You should be Ray Charles right now. But as I was saying, it makes college football better. The more traditions we can have, the more we can prestige college football. That's why I think it. And I think you know, I don't think it should just be a a, a Tennessee thing. Like you know, Tennessee needs to play uh, I Virginia, or I disagree. You could have I don't know Virginia, Virginia Tech come on down. Like it. Like, I get it. You know, the Tennessee fan, we want it. It's in our state.
1: No other team's going to sell why, it out.
3: Why, like. why, why, why would somebody come play in Bush Motor Speedway in the state of Tennessee and uh, not be from Tennessee? Are you
2: forgetting how many states that border Tennessee, brother? You got North Carolina, Kentucky. It, that's a neutral site.
3: Oh, we're well, North Carolina's going to bring the 40 fans up today in Bush <gasps> Motor Speedway. I'm just saying, but look, you state.
2: know, I'm trying to not just be a Tennessee <laughs> homer here. I'm trying to be a realist. Like, Bring no. NC State up there. Hey, look, if we're being honest here, like, I get it. The side of Bristol is in Tennessee. Well, let's be honest here. We could pick some teams out of Virginia because Bristol's technically in Virginia too. If you want to be honest, you, like, literally, you could, like, either walk to the left, you're in Tennessee, walk to the right, you're in Virginia. There's no way because,
3: listen, okay, there's 160,000 seats there, okay? And Virginia and Virginia Tech is, how big are their stadiums? Like what, 50000 50, maybe, maybe, maybe forty thousand a piece. Virginia's isn't small. I know that for a fact. And uh, there's no way you're gonna get that many fans come and sell that place out like Tennessee and Virginia Tech did.
1: It would. You would have to go LSU or or Alabama or or something like that to.
3: Not NC State, North Carolina. Hell, US, what you going to say next, USC I'm upstate?
2: Just, I'm just throwing out Tennessee.
3: James,
1: James Fair makes a good point. He says he was like to see a bowl game. See, there Bristol. we go.
3: Look,
2: it don't just have to be Tennessee.
3: A bowl game would be genius. Oh, because.
2: now you want to go back on it. It's just got to be Tennessee.
3: Well, marketing value. With my
2: coonskin hat and my fake sunglasses and my belt. Marketing of value,
3: bowl game, phenomenal idea. I mean, honestly, I mean, think of the money that would be made for the university, TV partners, and everybody involved.
1: All right. Question number three What sport has the best athletes? Professional athletes. No, athlete.
2: it's. it's- Really? You're naughty. Oh, look. He wanted to do it because he's copying my notes again. Professional. That's why. You have no room to talk on this subject here. You have none. I'm the champ around here. You're the champ of what? The only person you can beat yourself, okay? Like, heck, fire. Okay, like who'd you ever be? You ain't be nobody. I beat your ass Professional wrestling. Look, you can say all you want about football. You can say all you want about basketball, baseball. Them are great athletes. But you ask any football player who transitions to wrestling, any basketball player that transitions to wrestling, any of them, ask them. It's a totally different animal. Ask Logan Paul. Ask Pat McAfee. Heck, ask Lawrence Taylor. It's different from anything else. You got not only – you have to be a great athlete. Donald Trump. Yeah, there you go. He's a Hall of Famer. Um, you got to not only be a great athlete, you got to be able to sell and charismatic. You got to be able to get the crowd involved. You got to be able to it's there's not any conditioning like it.
3: Hold up, you're a wrestler? I thought the only thing you could play was pickleball.
2: Pickleball? What the heck are you even talking about? Yes. Look, I'm not Claiming to be a wrestler. You mean tell when what I am proclaiming to be? The best thing going in this business today, I am the spank, the man, the myth, the legend.
3: The best thing going is Roman So both you, both,
1: spank. So both of y'all have wrestling.
3: I got wrestling. I said it first. Give me, give
1: me a number two then because we got two ties, okay. uh, three ties the so far. two,
2: uh, professional football. To me, they were some of the greatest athletes on the face of this earth. If you can, as a running back, if you can not only – Outrun some of the fastest dudes in America and some of the biggest dudes in America. Take a hit, keep on hitting, and then you got the quarterback position. You got to be literally the smartest person on the field because you got to know every single what every single person is doing. You also have to complete that ball under so much pressure in the span of three seconds. Not any normal human being can do that at a high level.
3: Oh, it's a it's boxing. It's boxing. Think of all the mental like. Everything, all the training and everything that goes into being a boxer, like it takes months to do one boxing fight. And just the mentality game of going and being in that fight is just phenomenal for anybody that goes in there.
1: All right.
2: Maybe m- lose at darts.
1: Question number four Which era of WWE wrestling is the best? Was the best?
2: Attitude era no doubt about it it's um it's one of the reasons wrestling became in pop culture today the golden era it took wrestling to heights that it's never been before but without the attitude era it brought wrestling out of the dead and it's not been talked about since uh you had must see tell it it was water cooler talk every single day You would have people that didn't even watch wrestling, but they knew who Stone Cold Steve Austin, and they knew who The Rock was, and they knew who DX was. Wrestling was everywhere. So how are you saying what's the best
3: best of all time?
1: which era of WWE wrestling was the best of all time? The best
3: product of all time? The best product of all time. Like, the attitude there was great and all, and I would probably put it number one. But product on the air with matches – storylines, promos, and everything would be the Ruthless Aggression because there was that SmackDown 5, there was The Wall.
2: SmackDown 6.
3: There was everybody in that company at the time. You had Kurt Angle, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Edge, Christian, all of them, Crispin Crispin Wall, Eddie Guerrero, Brock Lesnar, everybody in the company at the time. It's phenomenal. Matches were some of the best matches you're ever gonna see. The stories were actually and the attitude there, the thing about the attitude area is is it was it's kind of like a – it was hit and miss with a lot of stuff. Like yeah, it's great stuff, but a lot of stuff is pretty bad television, if you know what I mean. It's pretty bad television. But look
2: that the what repeat the question.
1: Which era of WWE wrestling was the best?
2: Well, look, see that you could go the personal way. You could go with the way that there's proof because if you want to go personal opinion, heck, everybody's got a butthole, everybody's got an opinion, everybody's got something, but what everybody don't have is the numbers, the numbers don't lie, ratings don't lie. Box office draw does not lie. Well, Merchandise does not lie.
3: Well, if wait, if the numbers don't lie, then today's wrestling would be number one because the no, se-
2: they're no, you can't tell me that today's wrestling has better ratings than anything. No, I'm talking in about the Attitude Era. I'm talk- you know why you can't? Because ratings nowadays, television, the days of television ratings are over. It's over. Why would somebody want to sit down and watch Raw for three hours when they can get the gist of it in five minutes on all social media platforms? That's what I'm saying. The the
3: point is, is today, there's so many ways to get it that people watch it so many different ways, and it's watched by more people than ever. I can promise
2: you this. If social media was around the Attitude Era, then Katie barred the door.
3: But it wasn't.
2: And the fact is, is
3: that that WWE nowadays is more profitable than it's ever been in the history of the company.
2: Well, heck yeah, like because it's because money is better now than it's been. Okay. The, like you take a thousand dollars back in the 90s and thousand dollars today, it's worth a heck of a lot more. You got Saudi Arabia money shooting out the ass up there. The, okay, you got these T V rights deals that just throw away money. Like everything is more profitable now than it was back then. It ain't just wrestling. That's just how the economy works.
3: I've been watching. Listen, I've been watching wrestling for over twenty years. I haven't missed an episode. And people
2: in the comments, we're talking about WWE. We're not talking about WCW.
3: I've been watching wrestling for twenty years, and been going to shows for over twenty years. I never, I haven't missed an episode in twenty years. And in the twenty years I've watched, the past three shows I've went to, I've never saw so many people packed into a arena for a wrestling show than I've been to. When I was in Thompson Bowling a couple months ago...
2: Have you not seen the crowds for the Attitude Era? They were sold out every night.
3: But they was in smaller arenas at the time.
2: Because arenas just wasn't as big back then. You can't blame that on them. You cannot blame them. So
3: you're telling people. me the Bulls Arena, the United Center, was not as big back then?
2: But they sold it out. They sold that out. They sold everything out. They sold live events out. WWE does not sell out live events. They don't. Back then, they did.
3: They did at Madison Square Garden like two weeks that, ago. Because that's
2: Madison's freaking garden. That's not a live event. That's a spectacle. That's like the freaking Rose Bowl.
3: They sold out like a they sold out Mexico this past weekend.
1: <laughs> all right, y'all get ready to vote. Final question.
3: I'm the greatest of all time. I'm just You're saying right. all.
1: Who is the best Atlanta Braves pitcher of all time?
2: me, I don't freaking watch baseball.
1: Oh, Spank.
3: Max count? Huh? Max
1: count? Whoever you want to pick.
2: I don't know any pitcher. I don't watch baseball.
1: Spank. You
2: know this. He knows this, everybody. You said
1: you was a Braves fan.
2: I ju- just because I'll watch them whenever I got nothing else to do.
1: You said you don't watch them.
2: I don't. <laughs>
1: You just said you did. I
2: knew there ain't nothing else to do, and I better watch it.
3: Have you ever swung a baseball bat
2: before? Actually, I did when I was like an eight-year-old kid. That's about it.
1: So you ain't giving me the best. Right,
2: Greg Maddox. Go on. Greg Maddox, there. That's the only one I can remember.
1: That's a good one. That is a very uh, – that's that's my favorite uh, Atlanta Braves picture of all time.
2: But sorry, everybody, I just don't – to me, and here's my hot take, professional sports just doesn't I, – I rather watch college all day long than professional.
3: Hi.
1: All right, let me know in the comments who you all got as the winner. I love y'all. I love y'all all day.
2: Now, quit kissing their butt. My Lord. I love my fans. My Lord. You should
3: love your fans more when maybe you win this belt one day.
2: I love my people, okay? You're, like, Obviously I'm, I'm not. I'm one-third of the biggest act that – uh, Morgan County wrestlers ever seen. Like my God!
1: All right, we've got to vote for Corbin.
2: That's home cooking right there. We've my got Lord, that's no. home cooking. Five. Thank you, whoever
1: it. voted for me.
3: Thank you, that's I appreciate home you. Home
2: cooking.
3: Hey, if you vote for me, I'll get naked at your wedding.
2: Oh my God! Yeah,
3: me We got to vote for Spank. You don't want him naked
2: at the wedding. <laughs> no, they don't. They want me one after. They want me after.
1: So do y'all like, we, usually we do, um,
2: look on the YouTube, we're voting on
1: YouTube right there. I'm looking at all of it. we we usually will, we'll, I'll like send them the, the questions in advance. What? another one for me. This time we didn't. Yeah, I've already got that one.
3: I oh, got what nothing to worry about. I'm the champ over here. <laughs> oh, thank you, Toy. Thank you, Travis Sponson. J- spank
1: just got another one.
2: Don't vote for him. Don't, don't, don't do
1: James that. James Fair said he's going with Spank out of sympathy. <laughs> you.
2: Look, your wife okay. says she's changed mm-hmm. her vote. She don't want Corbin naked.
1: Oh, so are you changing, Megan? She, she said it. Bob says he weighs 333 pounds. So that accounts for 333 votes for Spanky. <laughs> That's right. Amen. <laughs> All right. So Spank's got two. Corbin's got one. How about we uh, we hit a commercial and then we'll come back. Let us know because I think there's a little delay in the YouTube. Uh, so let us know in the comments. We'll be right back. Get another vote for Spanky. Keep it rolling. Uh we're got the Jersey Countdown. We're going to hit, uh, hit some commercials. Let us know in the comments who won in your opinion. We'll be right back. Stick with us. Ladies
2: and gentlemen, it's your man here, The Spank. Like myself, D&M Fencing are the best in the business today. They can install wood, chain link, vinyl, picket, composed metal, barbed wire. Heck, bring them bamboo sticks, and they can install them things for you too. D&M Fencing, do it right the first time. Their numbers are 865-435-4515 or 865-387-1026. Give my friend Ted a call today. That's D&M Fencing.
1: Hey, y'all, it's the Vol Daddy. We're doing a huge giveaway for the season opener in Nashville versus Virginia a pair of tickets, four rows off the field. All you have to do is join up for the volunteer club. You should already be a member, but here's your chance to join and win some tickets at the same time. The higher membership you get, the more entries you're gonna get to win the tickets. Refer a friend, I'll double your chances to win. We will do the giveaway live on our show. Remember, you have to use my link. Screenshot that QR code or get on my Facebook, my TikTok, my Instagram, whatever. Join today, go balls All right, and we're back. Next, we've got the jersey countdown. So, are y'all wanting to to give it a minute on the votes? No, I
2: say, let's do it now. Come on, no, the people have spoke. The
3: people is the people is thinking at the moment. The people are very intelligent people. They, oh
2: my God, here we go again.
3: Everybody watching this podcast is very, very. The women is very beautiful.
2: He's got a top grip on that belt over there because he knows he's about to say <laughs> goodbye to it, baby. To all you bye, be- bye, bye, bye.
1: Bye, bye. Yeah. To all the beautiful women out there. Oh, dear vote God, for don't me. say
2: that. You'll get them. Oh, Lord.
1: All right, so. Hit Jersey countdown and then get the tallies as we go or do you think tallies? I say are as over? soon as
2: we get done with this jersey countdown, let's name the Spank
1: the Man. All right, y'all can still vote. Uh Jersey countdown. Presented by D and M Fence Company. We are well under hundred days till Tennessee football. We are at forty days today. Uh we're gonna go on past forty because we usually we do this on Wednesdays. Let's count down our favorite players from number forty four to um Number thirty-eight, starting with starting with you, Spanky. Who do you got it? Forty-four.
2: Four? That's me. I got uh, the one only
1: Princeton Fant baby. You just voted for yourself.
2: <laughs> what?
1: You just voted for yourself on here. No,
2: I didn't. What are you talking about? Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. What are You talking? He, about? he has to vote for himself to get some votes. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm winning right now. For
1: Forty-four. Do you who do you got?
2: Prince Princeton Fant, Fant baby.
1: I didn't know he wore 44.
2: He actually did for a season.
3: Oh, okay. He actually did.
1: that's a good good one, then. I got 44.
3: I got Jacob Johnson. He was a tight end. He's a four-star come in to Tennessee, but uh, he's in the NFL currently.
1: I'm going to go Bobby Majors, played from 1969 to 1971. Halfback, defensive back, punter. Set school records uh, for punt returns. He averaged 30 yards per punt return. That's crazy. Uh, Ten interceptions in 1970. All-American, just uh, an amazing talent. Bobby Major's 44. Who do you have at 43, Spanky?
2: 43. I got Jared Gentry, number 43. I got Tom Hutton. He was a
3: walk-on from 1992 to 1994. He started every game as a punter, and he went on to play five years in the NFL, we had forty-two point four yards per kick, per, per- I mean, and uh, seventy-seven yards inside the twenty. I'm
1: gonna go Mallon Faircloth, uh, tailback slash quarterback, 1963 tonight. Or sorry, 1961 and 1963 uh, threw for 1,230 yards, 13 touchdowns, which is a lot back then. Uh, rushed for 1,503 yards, 10 touchdowns. Um, Wild times back then, man. Uh, he kicked, he returned punts, he punted. He also had five interceptions on defense in 1962. Number 42, Spanky. At 42,
2: uh, kicker, Brent Simoliga. I'm sorry. Roll with it. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. What did he do? He was a kicker for the University of Tennessee, pal. One, actually, one of the top kickers, actually. What, what's his name? What is it? I'm terrible.
1: I trick. just said it. now. I can't say it since you put me on the spot. Okay, sorry. Smoglio.
2: Smoglio, yeah.
3: I got Charles Mayer. He was a quarterback and a blocking back, both, from 40, 1949 to 1951, and he was the on the 1951 national championship team as a quarterback.
1: I'm going to go uh, Bob Suffrage, 1938 to 1940. Two-time national champion, three-time SEC champion, three-time All-American. 30-0 record in his career. Uh, 1939 defense did not allow a single point that season. That's crazy. Number 41, Spanky.
2: 41, I got Elliot Barry, one of the Berry twins.
3: That's who I had. Okay. Is Elliot Barry? That's a good one. He had a... He had nine tackles against Alabama.
1: I'm going to go Tyree Weathersby, uh, freshman, defensive lineman, 6'5", 260, four-star prospect, top 15 defensive lineman in the 2023 class, Tyree Weathersby. Number 40, Spanky.
2: I got number 40. I got punter Dustin Colquitt.
3: We got linebacker Austin Johnson. Wait, what did he do?
1: When he wear forty like early on? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: okay, it was early on. Anyway, I got linebacker Austin Johnson, uh, two thousand eight, two thousand eleven. Some impressive Tennessee stats. Some impressive ones. Led the Vols in two thousand eleven with eighty one tackles. Uh, tremendous career, in Tennessee four interceptions, fourth most in the SEC for s- some category. I
1: don't know. I'm going Bill Bates, number forty. Played 1980, 1982, defensive back, uh, all SEC, 43 games, uh, 255 tackles, a star with the Dallas Cowboys, won three Super Bowls, Pro Bowler.
2: I think number 39. This last name is synonymous with Tennessee. I got West Schuler.
1: You got 39.
3: Kendall Vickers, defensive tackle. Uh, he's actually in the NFL right now with the Buffalo Bills.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's he's done really good for himself. I didn't
3: I didn't know, know he's still playing. I remember him when he was in Tennessee, but I did not know he was still in the NFL. Yeah, he's he's done really good for himself.
1: I'm gonna go Ryan Carl. Played 2005, 2007, 170 tackles, 14 and a half tackles for a loss, 12 pass breakups in his career at linebacker. SEC academic honor roll, led the Vols to uh, SEC championship game in 2007. We've not been there since. Number 38. 38. Actually, I got to
2: go look. I, didn't, I thought we were just going to 39. My bad, everybody. My bad, everybody. Oh, no. I, look, we, were, we
1: remind him, and he's still. Look, the
2: paper – Paper thing My bad all he, right. he, he gives you a, He gives you a
3: paper With the number on it
2: Sorry screen. It was the way the paper was pal. sorry uh,
3: Vote for me I'm the greatest of all time no,
2: I think it's a little too late babe.
3: All right
1: Number 38 Who you have Corbin
3: I got uh, John Michaels He was a gold for Tennessee
1: I'm going to go Shandavian Bradley uh, Another true freshman 6'5 221 pounds Defensive lineman Four star edge rusher, one of the top edge edge rushers in the country. Uh, excited to see him get some playing time this year. That was our Jersey countdown presented by DM Fence Company. Thank you, Ted McKinney. We'll be right back. When we come back, we're going to crown the new dual Valsd champion. We will do that and we've got our fun game: Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other presented by C and D Tyre and Ridge. Bob Bozeman. Says so glad Spank is teaching at Cofield. Hope my grandkids get the Spank. Booyah, thank you, man. Says Spank, Coach, Coach Spank is awesome. There we go. All right, stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey y'all, it's the Vol Daddy. The C and D Tire Pros are your go-to experts for nearly all of your vehicle needs. Located in the heart of Oak Ridge at 164 Fairbanks Road. They've got a 4.8 out of 5 star rating, and that's very hard to do in the tire business. Tire installation, wheel alignment, wheel balancing, tire rotation, tire repair, brake changes, oil changes, hell, they'll even paint your back porch. I've known Zach since he was in diapers. We went to church together. We went to school together. We played football together. And he's been changing tires since he's been in diapers. Give them a call today, 865-483-7455. Like them on Facebook. That's CND Tire. 865-483-7455. Are you looking for a place to tailgate this season? Look no further than the Volunteer Club. Free food, free drinks, free games, and an open bar. Yes, I said open bar. Also, you're gonna get things like watch parties, shirts, decals, koozies, exclusive video content, special events, meet and greets, etc. You absolutely cannot beat the Volunteer Club. For as little as $5, you can join today. Click on my QR code, screenshot my QR code, or message me for a direct link and come tailgate with the best of the best. Go Vols. All right, and we're back. Next we've got, uh, I guess we need to crown the champ. That's the right. new champ, we left it up to the people and they failed you. Go Corbin. Ahead.
2: Give it to me, give it to me,
1: give it to me. Oh, Come James on. Ferris says he's changing his winner to Corbin. The jersey picks Corbin spanked. The, Hold up, okay, so what is uh, that? He spanked mean? the spank, forgetting number 38. Come on, man.
2: Sorry, it, that's the, he needed three to tie. So. Anybody else want to change the picks? Any, any, no, give it here. Any of the pretty women
3: out there want to change your picks? I
2: think it's, Any I think it's time, picks? everybody. It's time. The champ is here. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it, baby. It's beautiful. And it's all mine. Look at that. Woo! It's
3: all right. I love all my people. I know they're going to have my back next <laughs> week. I'll beat that ace. <laughs>
2: You know, maybe I might have to just walk out of Cofield with this beautiful
3: old I'm still the longest training champ they were. That was a long – it was a long uh, – 70 well, guess days. What, it,
2: ain't, it don't matter how long you had it, it. It matters who's got it now. He's a
3: transitional champ. Who have it for like six days, seven days, and he'll get back here. I have it back over here. I already know that. Oh, yeah. Well, it uh,
2: feels good.
1: All right. Next, we've got Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other presented by C&D Tire – In Oak Ridge. Uh, We're going to pick five. I'm going to pick five crazy stories on the headline, and then Corbin and Spank are going to guess which state that happened in and explain why they think it happened in that state. Number one a man calls 911 to report himself driving drunk.
2: Uh, That's going to be Alabama.
1: That's other Winter Haven, Florida. Ah uh, It's authority. always in Florida man. <laughs> Authorities sharing details of a irregular phone call of a man who reported himself drunk driving. Polk County Sheriff's officials said the dispatcher kept him talking while officers uh, were directed to the scene. When the dispatcher asked Michael Lester where he was, he said, I'm too drunk. I don't know where I'm at. I'm too drunk. And when she asked what he'd been doing all night, he said, I don't know. Driving around, trying to get pulled over, actually. Uh, I'm driving on the wrong side of the road, he later said. The operator repeatedly urged him to park his truck and wait for officers to find him. Unfortunately, he chose the wrong spot. Uh, Look, I'm parking in the middle of the road, he said. Sirens could be heard in the background. Deputies deputies later uh, admitted that... He's been drinking beers, swallowing methamphetamine. He also said he's barely slept for several days.
2: Methamphetamine. What
1: an idiot. Typical Florida. Florida man. Florida man, (laughs) yeah. Florida man. Second story. Man dances on police vehicle to ward off the vampires.
2: Uh, That's going to be other. That's some, like, north... Stuff right there. That stuff happens up north.
1: Man dances on, v- on police vehicles to ward off the vampires. Ah,
3: Georgia.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Cape Coral, Florida.
2: Oh, my God. It's just going to be Florida.
1: Christian Radiki told deputies he danced on SUVs because a woman with fangs warned him about vampires planning a human sacrifice. Authorities in Florida shared video of a man dancing dancing on a marked vehicle. Uh, blame, he blamed vampires. Um, Christian Radiki climbed atop Mark Sheriff's SUV, performing a dance routine to songs including Hollin Oats," Rich Girl and Super Tramp's Goodbye Stranger. Uh, he was arrested on charges of disturbing the peace and criminal mischief. Uh, he told... Deputies, a woman with fangs came to his door and told him a human sacrifice involving vampires was imminent. Therefore, Radiki made the conscious decision to get to the sheriff of Nottingham to help him stop the slaughter of small children.
3: <laughs> at, le- at least he had a good band in there, Hauling Oats. Yes.
1: Yeah. it's uh, pretty, pretty rough stuff there, man. It's got to be some. always in Florida, people. Always the Floridas. Don't you feel good not to be uh, associated with them anymore?
2: Yes. Because I'm a champion, now. champion.
1: Question number three. Hey,
2: uh, look, I'm spanky two belts now. Ain't that right?
1: You're never going to hear the end of this, Corbin.
2: <laughs>
1: Woman tries to shoplift shoes by having two kids that weren't hers walk outside wearing them.
2: That is Georgia. That has happened in the state of Georgia. Glory, glory, hallelujah.
3: That's Alabama. Them chicks down there get kind of freaky. Because (laughs) the welfare.
1: Athens, Georgia.
2: Boom, and I even, hey, that's double points right there. Because glory, glory, hallelujah. Uh,
1: Athens woman who tried to shoplift shoes from uh, a Kohl's by having two children walk out of the store that weren't hers wearing them. That's only the beginning of the story, though. The woman was also charged with giving a false name. She gave uh, the same name as the kid's actual mother. Uh, The actual mother arrived at the store to pick up the kids, but get this, the mother wasn't able to take her kids because she didn't have car seats for both of them. So they were taken to the sheriff's office instead. After that, the mother was arrested for breaking in to cars in the parking lot, trying to steal car seats, to go get her kids. Uh, the woman was also found later wanted for armed robbery in San Francisco.
2: What is up with these people? They're so different.
1: Just imagine that. Like, Blue how does she? How does she even know the original kid's n- mom's name? Without you. Thank you. You're horrible at this. I know.
2: Look, I got ADD. My yeah, ADD you didn't ADD.
1: take your medicine. No. Nope. it's get.
2: also eleven o'clock at night. It's all right. We're gonna have More to get hours.
1: we're gonna have to get uh, Lindsay to, to start oh, God. start giving him his dosage of all, all right. Number four. Uh spilled KY lube leads to eva- <laughs> leads to evacuation of post office.
2: Hey you don't wanna spill the KY jelly, brother. Uh that's uh other other
3: I believe that happened in
1: Texas. Alabama. Gunnersville, Alabama. Ah, uh, uh, post office was evacuated Tuesday after some KY intense arisal gel leaked out of a package and spread throughout the post office. Uh, not knowing what the slippery substance was, post office officials evacuated the place and called in the hazmat team's Two employees felt sick after coming in in contact with the jail. They were hospitalized but are now stable. Uh, Additionally, 12 to 15 other packages were contaminated with the material. Uh, The jail jail was addressed to someone in the entertainment industry. USPS Postal Inspector Tony Robinson uh, said he had no idea why employees felt sick since the substance was proven to be non-toxic. However, Amazon.com reviews for the product state that gel burned to a painful degree and caused rashes. Well,
2: they got
1: rashes. They got, they got something. Uh, that's, that's definitely some Alabama. You got any Alabama girls on your OnlyFans, Corbin? He's <laughs> having to think about it. He's but. having
2: to think. That's bad. And they're probably all his cousins.
1: Justin's on. He said he's coming after that belt.
2: The spur, the spur. Well, guess what, Daddy? Join the line, buy a ticket, take a ride, cause the spank is never gonna die. We
1: had we had a pretty good crew on, but we're late now, Justin. So it's died down. But we we did have a, a nice a nice audience going. Some man said he. Yeah, man. Number five man gets cocky. Taunts police on Snapchat before getting caught.
2: I feel like that's something that happens in this area, so I'm going to say Tennessee.
1: (laughs) You're going other, or are you going Tennessee?
2: That's up to you. No, I said it, Tennessee.
3: Uh, Other.
1: Maine. (laughs)
2: Eh,
1: yeah, close. Uh, Christopher Wallace was on the run from police after stealing cooking equipment. Having successfully evaded police for weeks, he's starting to get cocky. He was posting Snapchat that he was at home hiding from the police. On seeing this, a couple of his father's followers told the police to search his home. Oh man. Unfortunately, despite the tip-off, police had no luck finding him and called the search off. That's when Christopher posted on Snapchat again where in his house that he was when the police came in. Uh, He said he was hiding in the cabinet. The police were alerted again and and searched again and found pots, pans, and a pair of feet. Uh, The feet were attached (laughs) to Christopher, and he was placed under arrest. Well, if you're going to be dumb. Bob says KY's good on... uh,
2: Hey, now, Hey.
1: (laughs) Bob says K Y is good on biscuits. Well, okay, okay. Never tried that, Bob. Oh, well, Justin says that was Spanky when he went to Kentucky.
2: <laughs> Have I ever been to
1: Kentucky? Yeah, you've been there. All right. Well, uh, we're, that's it. We're gonna we're gonna end it right there. Uh, new new dual champion.
2: That's right, baby. The champ is here.
1: Voted on and by the people. The
2: champ people. Is here and look. You see what happens? You see? First show, we let the people decide, and who gets it? Who gets it? Coincidence? I think not.
1: You're lucky you randomly thought of Greg Maddox. That's all I've got to say.
3: Ha, ha, ha. All I know is next week i come back with a vengeance over here. I'm going to come back and win
1: that damn title belt. We're going to get a fourth microphone. All right, well, thank you all for watching, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Hold see up. You. Don't end it yet. What? We got a close show out, all of us. Like
3: a uh,
2: We we, we <laughs> closing the show.
3: We're closing the show, but uh tomorrow night, Moore County Day, I'm gonna be on there. We're gonna be talking NASCAR, me, Tommy, Tommy Francis, Ricky Vane, Jones, now all of us.
1: He ain't gonna listen to your promo. He made you listen to all them wrestling promos, though, didn't he?
3: He had to buy his own title belt to be a champion in his own promotion. I don't know what telling, tell him. But check us out tomorrow night, Morgan County Day. Uh, remember to like, subscribe, to follow, to share anything you see on Facebook with us. Like, just follow the page, tell everybody about us, do whatever you can.
2: In August the 11th, Cofield School, baby, we present Heartbeat. Once again, we're going to have a packed house... You can buy your tickets. Message me today. Buy your tickets. Let's sell that thing out. And if we sell out of ringside seats, they'll walk, baby. Go field zone. We'll be the master of ceremonies, everybody. So go ahead, and let's get rocking and rolling.
1: Take that shirt off for him.
2: Nope. You got to come August the 11th to see it.
1: All right. We'll see you all in a few days. Thank you for watching. Get balls deep. Balls deep. And I got to figure out how to end this thing, boys. That's gonna be the hard part, cause I don't know what I'm doing. We're still live. Hey, how's it going? I guess it's right here.